We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everybody welcome to the yahoo tournament show here on roto grinders uh, i am Britt divine here with the yahoo master of last night uh mr kirkwood kirk these uh good team last night uh chris i saw you up there uh, I-, I had that team and then like uh, i i always swap myself onto the dumbest things right before lock because I-, I panic i don't want to play it was like i don't want to play marcus morris he has himself a big night helps you out so uh looks like you had a nice night on yahoo last night yeah, that was that was the one guy I really wanted to play was uh, Marcus Morris. I was not trying to punt that spot and go down to like Dorian Finney-Smith, and so I ended up having to bite the bullet with Miles Turner. And I thought I was drawing dead immediately. Yep, you're um, tilting and then you ship everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's how it works sometimes. So um, yeah, we're gonna talk some Yahoo tonight. I do have uh, I got some fun stuff for you guys tonight. So Yahoo. They uh, are giving us a free roll. So if you're over, we're going to talk to all you YouTubers in a second. And you YouTubers are going to have to come to Roto-Grinders. And you Roto-Grinders guys are going to have to go to YouTube. we got a whole thing for you in a, in a little bit. Uh, but Yahoo is giving us a uh, free roll. It's a social uh, free roll just for Friday. It's 250 bucks. It's capped at just 1,000 entries. I'm going to guess this thing will probably fill towards the end of the day. So if you want to play around with me and Chris, uh, I'll be in there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Chris will probably end up getting into it, um, but you can win yourself a, a couple of bucks on Yahoo today for free. Um, again, that's in the Rotor Grinders chat. If you want the link for that, I'll drop it a couple times uh, during the show as well. Uh, so we got that going on at Yahoo. Um, the other thing we need to talk about here is, um, you know, Chris, were you on the show when we had the, the suits wanted all the likes on, on the YouTube? Were you, were you on that show with me the last time? I don't remember, so I'm going to guess no. No? All right. So the, the Suits wanted 150 likes on YouTube last time. So the Suits 
in well actually dean was complaining dean wanted to give something away so we, we have to ruin this on dean today so if we get to 200 dean was going to try to give something away on the next show but i want to get to 200 on this show to ruin the fun for dean how does that sound Sounds good, man. I mean, we do a good show. We do a good job for Yahoo. It's the Yahoo specific show. If you're playing Yahoo out there, give us a like, right? It's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I was over there in, in uh, YouTube chat um, just a little a while ago over there. trying to experience uh, what it is. <laughs> so I try to pop in there from time to time. I'll try to do it going forward. But yeah, seriously, give us a like. And also, uh, did, you, did you notice for Yahoo that they're doing the uh, just like um, the NCAA? Uh, the mil- someone's getting a million bucks. It doesn't even have to be yeah, perfect. Just, uh, just got to win it. Yeah, so uh, they got that going on, always trying new stuff. Um, But what you have to do to YouTube, it's not just a like, right? We're giving away a hat. So you can get this pretty blue hat I have. We got black ones. Uh, You can get a hat today if you help us get to likes. But you got to help us out. Um, You have to click like on YouTube and then go into the chat and just be like, hope I win the hat or win some swag. It's going to help the the suits behind the scenes track it better. So we're able to get a hold of you and be able to get you your hat there. So uh, give us a like pop into chat with just a, a couple of words, something about swag or a hat, or, uh, you know, if you want to make fun of me, go at it too. Just something uh, that we're able to track you a little bit better uh, in the YouTube chat. So um, get over there. And uh, I, I want to hit the 200 on this show. I don't want it to happen during Dean's show. I, I want the credit for this, not Dean. So um, with all that said, uh, Chris, we're here to talk some basketball tonight. And I think tonight's going to be, by the time it's all said and done, the lineups are at least for the chalk, are basically going to make themselves. There's going to be some very obvious plays that I think everybody's going to have. Um, you basically play the one lineup on Yahoo. I do too. I'm going to make some tournament teams tonight. Um, but what are you coming to in lineups today? I feel like the decisions look pretty easy for me right now. Um, that's interesting because I kind of view this slate as pretty wide open um, because we have a bunch of different value, right? So there's like a lot of different ways that we can go. There's like to harden, to not harden, to... Oh, you harden. Well, well, I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely other paths. Yes. And, you know, that's Phoenix, could be a blowout. Um, I mean, he'll probably, if it is a blowout, he does usually get that extended third quarter run, which is nice. But, you know, it's very possible that he, you know, wouldn't see the floor in the fourth quarter. Um, and there's, there's different... Val- there's mid-tier guard value like point guard uh, shooting guard value there's also uh super like punt value with like moutier with ish you can double up on those guys mm-hmm. you can so there's like a bunch of different ways you can go and then always you know then we've got to we've got to talk center we've got like high-end centers with drummond and we've got um you know some value plays and some some pretty good ones in the mid-tier so to me this slate is wide open all right, let's uh, let's try to give some of the chalkier plays first. Uh, we'll kind of put together a uh, you know a couple of players in a lineup, and then we'll talk some tournament pivots uh, as well on some of our tournament strategies. I'm gonna I know the uh, the main Yahoo tournament isn't rake free. They do have a single entry. Uh, I typically just throw the cash game into that, probably donating. But uh, I'm, I am going to be doing some uh, MME a little bit on Yahoo tonight. So I've already got uh, a couple game stacks in there and a couple other things. But uh, I think at point guard, we need to start. Uh, I think from the bottom up today, correct? It's it's all the, the value point guards today. Are you in love with these guys? We're going to have Emmanuel Moutier without Dennis Smith Jr. He's just 11 bucks on Yahoo. 36 fantasy points in the last one. There is some volatility even in a, you know, a reasonable 30 minutes. He can still put up a stinker, but at 11 bucks, that's not really going to hurt you. Uh, I've got a uh, Andy Means tweeted out earlier. Um, Reggie Jackson, uh, this was from uh, James Edwards, who is – 
let me get this here. Uh, he's a Detroit Pistons beat writer. Uh, so Meansy tweeted out that Reggie Jackson uh, is questionable against the Lakers, would be surprised if he wasn't back by at least next week's West Coast trip. Um, I don't know if like Reggie Jackson's going to really suit up, but if he does, he's 17 bucks. And then if he's out, we've got Ish Smith. I think it's pretty hard to not just double down on both of the cheap point guards today. Uh, if indeed Reggie Jackson's out, uh, how are you going to handle that situation? Um, I mean, that was my first inclination was to do that. Um, you know, I definitely, I think Reggie's going to sit. Um, so I'm kind of expecting him to be out. I think Ish makes for a great play against this completely ridiculous Lakers yeah. lineup. Um, I think you're going to see him go a lot more in the pick and roll with, uh, with Drummond. So I think he's going to, you know, have a lot of assist value there. And um, the only thing I'm worried about is how much the offense flows through Blake. Um, you know, if, if it's just ish dish to Blake and then it runs through Blake, but I think he's a good play. I think Moutier is a must play um, just because of the gunning nature of Emmanuel Moutier and the, the situation. And now of course that probably means Kadeem Allen will end up being the nuts somehow. Yeah, they, they recalled him today. So yeah. he's back up at the team. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to uh, end up playing Moutier, but um, I think there's other interesting plays here. There's the potential. I know this isn't the greatest play, but for D'Anthony Melton, there's the potential well then if you go up there's pat beverly who's just been an animal lately um in a great matchup against the uh the bulls where he should be able to get as brit says peripheral i think is that what you say peripherals peripheral (laughs) it's peripherals (laughs) peripherals um um, peripheral upside um sadaransky is uh huge minute upside um this is the third time they've played recently against the hornets so there's that and then there's elf who's uh mr triple double yeah he's looked pretty darn good lately um at 25 bucks um and then you could even play uh Derek white um another guy on the spurs who's got monster upside in this matchup so i think there's a ton of ways that you can go I think for cash games, what you're going to see, uh, if you're looking at it from projections-wise, which, um, I don't know, I think most of the time that's how, how cash games are. Uh, should Reggie Jackson sit out, I think the optimal is going to end up having a Moutier-ish Smith build. But, you know, you mentioned for tournaments, there's just, uh, you know, if you want to get different, point guard is certainly an easy way to do it. You mentioned some of the cheaper guys, but, I mean, Kemba against Washington – Seems like a, a pretty good spot here. Uh, didn't really perform the last time out against them, uh, but I believe he had a, a reasonable game the game before that against him. He's just 38. Uh, I think Kemba's a, in a reasonable spot here, too, at 38. You've got Rondo. Uh, what's your thoughts? At some point, do you think the minutes are going to – there's going to be one game where Rondo just kind of drops down to, like, 24 minutes. It's probably not today with LeBron sitting out but he could certainly post a big game. Uh, I think the price may be a little bit too high on him. Bledsoe could go off. There's a lot to like up here. I, I, I don't really find myself. There's, there's Lillard. Yeah, Lillard against New Orleans. There's, there's so many good plays. Point guard, I think the majority of players, like the ownership on Moutier and Ish is going to be really high, especially in cash games, but even more so in tournaments tonight. And this is like the quickest way, I think, to flip it around to try to make a different roster is, is maybe spending up a little bit. I'm not sure if Ish is going to be as pop. I mean, I don't think he'll be as popular as Moutier, number yeah. one. Um, so they'll def- I think you're going to see different different builds tonight. Um, I'm going to leave. Which is unusual because normally we're dealing with like straight chalk. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'll leave Moutier in. I think we're in agreement. He's the play over Ish for a dollar more. If you're only playing one, um, let's move it on to shooting guard. Uh, I'll, you know, we've got James Harden without Chris Paul. That's pretty much an auto play, James Harden. And he was what? He was like 59. He was in like 64, 65 dollars on Yahoo when we had that run with Chris Paul out for a while. He's just 57, which is still a lot, but. Um, I would imagine he outdoes that in fantasy points tonight, barring an extreme blowout of Phoenix. And if I got to be honest, if Houston's blowing out Phoenix, probably James Harden had something to do with that. And he's already got like 40 points by the third quarter tonight. Uh, There are, again, uh, some reasonable options at shooting guard. Uh, I I find it hard to to not roster Harden when Paul's not. I I played him literally every lineup, every site when Paul is out. And I think I would do the same again tonight. Yeah, I can't fault you there. I mean, we know the massive usage. We know that the Suns are just pathetic. If they somehow keep this close, then the sky is the limit for the, for him here. I mean, you could see an 80-point fantasy game. He dropped 71 against them the other time that they played. Um, the minutes should be strong as long as it's close. And his minutes, he should have a decent minutes for because even if it is a blowout, they like to do that where they give him – they let him uh, pad his stats and give him the whole third quarter. Yeah, they need some MVP. It's, you know, used to earlier in the season, it was Harden was a lock. Now it's kind of going back and forth with Giannis, and it's kind of up for grabs because it's not like Giannis is really running away with it here at the end here today. So a big performance here uh, can help him out. Uh, I'm probably going to play Harden on every team today. Uh, doesn't mean you can't use other shooting guards. Maybe you use one in a guard or utility to mix it up today. Um, you've got Beal, who's just – you know, hasn't had a bad game, and I don't even – I'd have to scroll a long time probably for the rest of the show to find one. Uh, it's up against Charlotte, just hit 45, and I think before that he had a, a little bit even bigger game. He had the 65. Um, there's a couple guys out for Washington that could be as well. Um, they're questionable. If all that – if a couple like um, – I forgot off the top of my head, but if those injuries uh, hold true – there's going to be a little bit of extra stuff uh, on Washington to happen tonight. And, and Beal is just, he doesn't disappoint um, hard for him to get a ceiling, but he showed the the ceiling 60 and 64 in his past two games here today. So what are you doing with him? Yeah, I think he's a great hardened pivot um, for GPPs. Um, uh, yeah. It's a, a reason Decker are questionable here. Yep. Um, I mean, how much that affects Beal? Uh, Probably not that much, but um, regardless, we know we're going to get like max minutes from this guy and uh, close to 30% usage. Um, He's going to be chucking. Uh, Charlotte is bad at defending the three-point line. Um, He is at home. Um, You know, they're 23rd in opponent made threes per game. They've talked about trying to throw a bunch of guys on him, but I mean, everybody tries to do that, right? So like this just – is a great this is a great overall game environment uh pretty massive total 233 and a half it's great for game stacks but Beal is that's my my first gpp entry was a game stack of this game yep uh Beal is certainly in play and a good hardened pivot you know you get that little bit of savings yeah um Beal's in I mean I think I'd still play Harden over Beal but hey if you're looking to get what's Harden's gonna approach I would imagine 50 percent ish on Yahoo tonight something like that because there's enough value and Beal's going to be sitting at what like 10 percent um yeah I'm I'm not sure but it's going to take away all the hard usage is certainly going to affect Beal the most plus his price is pretty high so it's tough to to play him anyway so yeah he's going to be lower owned so let's go to Booker who without uh Tyler Johnson I you know he's going to revert to point Booker and I always like point Booker 
the defense against Chris Paul's gone in this game. Um, they, they've showed up, you know, they somehow they beat Golden State. He had a massive game here. Maybe he gets back up for this game. Uh, I don't know, and has himself another big he- game. But he's going to be doing uh, more ball handling with Tyler Johnson out of the lineup today. That's more responsibilities. Uh, a couple more peripherals or peripherals. Uh, there, you go, there you go. There you go. However, we're supposed to say it. Um, it's not like James Harden's going to lock him down. Austin Rivers isn't going to not lock him down. Um, Booker, uh, I don't think I'd, I'd pull the trigger on a cash team, right? But he's pretty interesting as well in terms of three superstars at three distinct prices here at shooting. You're probably going to see some Iman Shumpert um, guard, you know, be uh, play, play extra minutes just to guard and be pesky for Booker yeah. um, in this one. And uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not playing Booker. There's just no way. You just spend up or spend down. There's no way I'm playing Booker. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd rather just play Beal, Harden, or go down. I mean, I would much rather play uh, Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about Lou uh, here in a second. I mean, Levine, uh, he's coming back too. Don't sleep on Levine. He can just post monster numbers out of nowhere as well. Or do you, do you playing him off the injury? Thirty-four. Would you play him or would you play uh, play Mister Lou Williams? I'll play Sweet Lou, man. Um, that guy just crushes and when I, when he gets those minutes and this is a matchup that he can just absolutely abuse. Um, and uh, I, I think he had a mon- I, if I remember correctly, I think he already had a monster game against them this season. I, I think I'd have to look that up. Um, but I'll, I mean, let's scroll through. Yeah, here we go. 61 uh, Yahoo points, Thir- 31, 10 and 10 triple double. I got to imagine that doesn't happen again to them. Well, uh, you never count out Lou, man. He just did that, basically just did that against OKC the other night. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I like Lou. Yeah, uh, Williams, I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't fault anyone that had a Lou Williams lineup tonight. Specific, I don't even mind a little bit of a game stack in that game. I know the spread's big, but uh, Chicago with Levine back, like, you know where the production's going to come from on the Clippers. So that's a pretty game, just pretty easy game to game stack. Uh, McCollum's price, I think, has gotten a little bit too high, right? I liked McCollum when he was in the 26, the 24. Now he's 30, and I know he's really playing well. Uh, the the recent five-game stretch is looking pretty good, but uh, I think I'm going to take a pass in this $30 price level on McCollum. Yeah, I, I've been riding him pretty hard lately, and uh, I, I love him. He looks totally locked in. He's been playing incredible, but, um, yeah, you get the price bump. There is, you know, this could be a Dame Lillard game and um could even potentially be a blow up but i'm not considering that really um i think the next guy for me here in this range would have jeremy lamb yeah lamb uh i mean you want to skip right over buddy buddy just had a monster game against your boston boys yeah he also played his heart out and uh it's back to back tough back to back i think i'll take a pass at 30 bucks on buddy although i love playing buddy in in the right spots all right so lamb uh, i like this too right with zeller out um, he's, he's playing massive minutes in close games here. Uh, I, I would expect somewhere between what, 32 to 30. I mean, he just hit 37, um, in, in the last game there, a uh, huge total game against Washington. Uh, I, I do agree. Lamb looks really good. I don't, I don't even mind playing Harden. It's just really hard. Cause you usually want to play the two centers, um, with a block upside on Yahoo, but, um, you know, if Lamb ends up in your utility or something like that, I don't even think that's a horrible play tonight. Yeah, uh, Lamb is definitely not a horrible play tonight. What What do you got for me on the matchup? Just the the threes, the the lack of defense, the pace, all that stuff. I mean, it's it's Washington, man. Like yeah. the Wizards are just twenty sixth in overall defensive rating, twenty uh, sixth in 
opponent made threes per game. They give up loads of steals. Um, Lamb is a guy who can stuff the stat sheet with steals. You know, when he comes in, he, you know, he, he may, uh, yeah, I don't think he'll start, but um, is he going to start tonight? You think Michael, uh, let me just check there. Uh, It'll, he probably won't, but it doesn't matter. He comes in and, and plays, you know, high energy and, you know, he can light it up with steals. He also is a good rebounder. He's a good offensive scorer. This is just a soft matchup. Yeah. Uh, shout out. I see Mr. Killer Breeze in the chat. Mr. 100K from a, a couple nights ago. Uh, congrats on the uh, the hit on that, buddy. I always like to see that from uh, Roto Grinders. My faith. Hey, tough to win 100K. And uh, if I can't do it, glad to see someone uh, associated with Roto Grinders doing that, too. So uh, congrats to him. Oh, uh, yeah. I like Lamb. Uh, you know, you were, were you joking about Kadeem Allen? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, he's like the, that just happens, right? Uh, like no, if, if Moody ate bus, it's going to be like Dotson Trier or Kadeem Allen. Yeah. Do- I actually don't, Dotson looks pretty solid right tonight. We'll talk about him when we get over to that position. Um, but the Chiefs shooting guards, sometimes you can find somebody. Um, me, I think Caruso, he's over here. Do you want to mess around with him with LeBron out? Um, I think this is a little bit lucky. And has anyone, is it just me or is, does Dude, this look okay. like Austin? I'm, I will never play. If you show me, oh, the closest <laughs> guy that I will ever play that looks like that yeah. is Joe I mean, Ingles. Is this awesome right? or Alex Joe Caruso? Ingles, that Muppet. I'll play him, but I'm not playing this Muppet, Alex Caruso. <laughs> There's no way. No way. <laughs> I can't play this. And he's probably a decent play, but I'm just, I'm not clicking on that. Like, did you see, I loved that uh, gif when uh, he got himself, when the, uh, in the score, when LeBron did the, uh, he got the record or who did he pass? Jordan? He like, he's like, what's up, butter? He's yeah. Hey, like, my name's Alex. <laughs> that was hilarious. What's up, bud? My name's Alex. You know, yeah. like that was hilarious. LeBron had no clue. Um, Harkless is out. Would you want to play any Evan Turner? Probably just not enough minutes for him or something like that tonight for me. So I think I'd take the pass on that as well. I just don't see a cheap shooting guard. I think it pretty much ends probably Trier, Kadeem Allen, and I, I think Lamb's probably the cheapest I'm honestly going to go at shooting guard tonight. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunity cost here at, from this position in general. So, mm-hmm. yep. Agreed. All right, we'll we'll leave the other guard empty. We've uh, talked uh, Kelly Oubre should be mentioned. Um, he like if some if I just I usually prefer just playing him over Booker anytime because you get like that peripheral upside with him. Um, he is he will gun. Um, this is a good matchup for him. Um, so I could see him having a pretty pretty nice game here. I, the price is getting a little high, but um, he's playable. Um, let's go to small forward. But uh, before we do that, don't forget, guys. See, this is why Killer Breeze wins GPPs. So he's he's he wanted to know about Bullock revenge. I mean, is that even capable of revenge? I mean, it's I mean, there's anyone's capable in this game, right? Like, um, I think it's he's not terrible play, but the Lakers are pretty scary, except for a couple of guys. For so me. much, so much opportunity cost. It would have to be like Harden and then put him in the second guard spot. Yeah. Um, uh, don't forget Yahoo, guys. This is in Roto Grinders chat. Uh, there's a $250 free roll on Yahoo today. Um, it's a Friday social free roll. They want you to follow their Twitter account too, uh, Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Um, whenever they announce free rolls, it's going to be the quickest way for you to get information on it um, and anything else they do over there at Yahoo. Chris already mentioned they're giving someone's going to win a million bucks filling out a bracket on Yahoo. It's not just a perfect bracket, it's the best bracket. 
I know that all uh, the the former bracketologists uh, we used to have here would be very excited for that. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, all right, let's go to small forward. Some interesting plays at the top tonight. Um, DeRozan, not sure I have the salary for him. He's had three really good games. He's looking pretty good right now um, from a fantasy perspective. You've got Jimmy Butler um, with everybody healthy there. Probably not as an ideal, but he's got a really nice matchup tonight against Sacramento. Middleton can always get it done, but that price and the opponent has me off a little bit. I'm kind of looking in this next tier of the Kuzmas, who's Kuzma is just going to take shots like nobody's business tonight now. Are they going to go in? I don't know. Probably not. That seems how Kyle Kuzma's shots usually tend to go, but he's going to chuck the ball 20-plus times tonight without LeBron in there. And then uh, the Batum or Josh Richardson conundrum is is a really tough one tonight. So maybe you can help me out. I'm sort of leaning Batum for safety, maybe even a little bit of upside over Richardson, but I'm finding myself kind of in this mid-tier at small forward at the moment. Um, yeah, so, um, I'm kind of looking at Eric Gordon right now. Yeah, he's another one. Um, just because of that price, he just kind of works in a lot of my builds. Um, I think he should be pretty safe here. Um, what do we think, what, if we had to guess this lineup for Houston tonight, what are you, what are you thinking it looks like? I mean, they got to start Rivers, right? Yeah, I was. I'm thinking they might start Rivers, but they might not. They may. They may go Shumpert. Just to play some defense and let Harden just bring the ball up. Yeah, every that point. I mean, it, so it's. I'm probably thinking it's either Shumpert or Rivers. And are, are you on Rivers? We kind of skipped over him, but it's just he's had like low single digit usage in two of his last three games, and I know Chris Paul's out, but even he had games earlier this year with Chris Paul out where he would play 40 minutes. And he would still get us like 16 fantasy points. He's just – there's too many games going on tonight for me to mess around with. Yeah, I, I think Eric Gordon's going to get the start. Um, but, um, I mean, it's a matchup with Phoenix. He certainly has the potential to to put up a nice game here, and he's pretty cheap. Yeah, he's been playing pretty good. Outside of the last game against Golden State, he was starting to show some consistency mixed in with a little bit of upside as well, even with Chris Paul and James Harden in the lineup. So when Chris Paul's out – um, Gordon, if, if for some reason you're not playing Harden, I think Gordon is a fine play. Do you have um, Batum or Richardson, right? Batum, I think. Yeah, I think he's a fine play with Harden. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I yeah, I, I do like Gordon. Um, I, I'm looking at Batum, who's got the really nice matchup against Washington, the huge minute total that he's playing every night, the super consistent fantasy lines of basically mid-25s to – you know, the 40 fantasy point range, I think is certainly reasonable tonight. It's very hard to see him dudding. Um, I, I like Batum quite a bit from the, the safety angle, um, you know, on my, my cash team tonight. You're going to, you could call me a donkey if I play Batum tonight. No, not at all. I think he's, it's, it's minutes and matchup, right? They're both, yeah. both solid. So it's, it's not the sexiest position here on Yahoo tonight. So mm-hmm. you just want to kind of get by. And uh, Batum is certainly a guy that should bring a nice floor and has some upside. Um, and definitely you can count on the minutes. Um, then there's guys like um, Damian Dotson. Yeah. I want to real quick before we go, uh, go down to I the like, cheaper guys. I like Kuzma a lot. Yeah. Let's try to figure this out tonight, right? Because without LeBron, there's just, there's so many shots. And if you go to 
Uh, I have the Laker game pulled up here too from from the last time. Uh, he played 30 minutes, but he only, you know, that was a really short stint in the first quarter. He was, you know, I, I'd imagine he's going to play, what, like 34 to 35 minutes tonight, if not even more, if somehow this game's close. And there's just nobody else to take shots tonight, right? I think he's going to play a lot of minutes, period. Yeah. Um, close or not. And, uh, yeah, so I think you have to like him. You know, it was, just, it was his first game back, right, the other night from injury? Yep. And uh, uh, No, know, second second but is is you know it may have been a conditioning thing just kind of build up his conditional he should be fine ready to go um and uh yeah i mean there's a lot to like there for 24 bucks we'll see what bobby i think bobby's lurking in chat if you're out there people are asking you about uh the lakers and kuzma so come back bobby uh the people are looking for you uh dotson is the other interesting play who's had you know back-to-back um, basically three out of his last four games have been really good. This is against San Antonio. That's a really low total. Um, and don't forget these game, two of these Phoenix, Minnesota, um, Indiana. He did that against them. So, you know, good matchups and bad matchups, the Spurs, I don't know, probably in the middle for him. playing a lot of minutes. Uh, I think we can trust the minutes, right? 36, 40, 33, 33. I, I don't really see anything to mess with that. I know, uh, Hazonia's back in here tonight, and you never, I mean, you just really never know. Um, so I, I'm leaning Dotson more of a tournament play, but there's obvious upside if he gets the points. You know what? I mean, so I just know, I mean, Kevin Knox is 12 bucks. Oh, that dude just sucks, though. It's just points. I, I need find me a game where you Ross you like put up 35 against put up 35. That was this that's basically like his only good game all season. Um well. <laughs> I mean, if Dotson ends up being somewhat popular, which he probably won't be, um, then I would have no problem playing Knox for 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think I'd play uh, – I almost would re- think I'd rather play KCP over Knox. How does that sound? I mean – oh, it's, you get the revenge, huh? Yeah, you get revenge and no LeBron. I mean, who who, who likes to shoot more than KCP? Problem is, there's always a chance he's drunk during the game. Could be. I mean, yeah, you can see that in these one fantasy point games he had. <laughs> but yeah, uh, a little bit of revenge. Uh, I, I like. I, I'll take KCP at the twelve dollar level with no LeBron. That's probably the guy. And then if you're looking for like a a one percent, you you have any interest in Luke Kennard ever? I don't know if he has the upside. I mean, he he does have a couple of thirties in here, but um. I think I'd I think I'd roster KCP for a dollar less. I'd get some upside. I think I'd rather ro- roster Dotson and get some upside there than try to try to get Kennard. Yeah, I mean Kennard Kennard could uh, pick up some more of a facilitating role in this game with Reggie Jackson out and usage. Um, so I think Kennard's a fine play. Um, nothing, nothing. I I do kind of think that. I mean, I just think I do think Blake actually has a good game for once. I hate Blake Griffin more than anyone. When does yeah. Blake Griffin ever work out? But not um, a long time. Yeah, I know. Um, but I'm, I, I'm, I just, I'm gonna throw I your boy. Is fine. If you need the savings, you you put them in there. I'm gonna throw your Eric Gordon play in here. It gives us a couple of bucks. I don't mind it. Um, I like Batum. I think uh, Batum's a guy I'm gonna be targeting quite a bit here. But I'll, I'll give you the Eric Gordon play at small forward. Sound good? Yep. All right. Power forward uh, is not a position I really love tonight because rostering Giannis at the high salary is 
I don't know. I just don't really think it's worth it because one, Milwaukee's so good they can blow out anybody a variety of ways. And two, even in close games, maybe he gets to 35, but it's more like 32, 33 minutes, something like that. I, I don't really see myself a lot of Giannis. If I was playing the 10 lineups, right, maybe I'd have one with Giannis because he can certainly go off for 60 or 70. Um, it's just a much easier spend on a guy like Harden tonight. Uh, I guess that's my Giannis take for you. Yeah, I, I don't really have any interest in, in Giannis tonight. All right, so let's talk Blake Griffin at home against the Lakers, and let's take a look. A 25, these are fantasy points, 25, 26. Those were two huge blowout losses. Um, so the minutes were down, but that was after uh, Detroit had a huge, huge winning streak for a while where they were just crushing it. Maybe they were playing a little over their head, and then they, you know, variants caught up to them all in two games in these last two. So uh, before that, he just really hasn't hit his ceiling more than once or twice in probably a month and a half. But if there ever was a game, right, we just talked about this, it's got to be Blake Griffin. There's nobody on defense. There's no rim protection. Uh, I like Andre Drummond. We'll talk about that a lot when we get to center here today. But uh, Blake's got a price discount. He was 42. He was 40. Prices don't really go down on Yahoo, Chris, and he's sitting here at 36 bucks. Yeah, I mean, his price has creeped a little bit, creeped down, like you said, and um, the matchup is com- should be completely easy for him. Um, Reggie Jackson is out. Uh, I kind of ran the numbers earlier today, and he does look a lot better with uh, Reggie off the floor. Um, you would think they might is be. Reggie, did, did that come through as he's out yet, or? I didn't hear the horn. No, I don't have official, but I'm I'm just that's how I'm approaching this. I agree. I I don't think he's playing, but um, if that's the case, then you know, Blake is. I mean, Blake is Blake. He he's he's trash, man. But like, he should be able to dominate this game. I would hope they would go to the post more, and he doesn't just camp out at that three point line. But you know, you would think there are some defensive stat upside for him in this one. I think he's a pretty good play. Um, And you just got you just got to hope he shows up yeah and i mean for late in the season the minutes have been low i don't know if that helps him if he's playing a couple of minutes less uh due to blowouts either way in the last three games hey maybe he's a little bit more rested later in the season that sounds reasonable so yeah i think blake's going to be pretty popular on yahoo um but let's see if he's the guy we we throw in there or if we go with somebody a little bit cheaper a lori with levine back and lori uh, he had a, it was like Lori for like two or three weeks was going off. Um, I'm not paying that price for him. Bagley still on limited minutes. Probably right, right you're, you're just rushing right over the guy that I'm really interested in. Oh, what, what, I'm interested in Lori. You like Lori? I mean, he's, he's just been going through a funk with his shot, right? It's been, I mean, he took 17 shots, 13 shots, 16 shots. He was 0 for eight for three in his last game. Um, you know, the Clippers make for nice fantasy matchups. And uh, even with Levine back, um, it's usually when Levine is back, it's just it's the Laurie and, and, and Levine show. So um, I do kind of like him for a bounce back. The price is just kind of right there where you can get him in. Um, you know, if you're looking at Blake, I mean, there's no you can't tell me that Laurie can't outscore Blake. I mean, a lot of guys can outscore Blake. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah I, I understand. Maybe I was undershooting Laurie. Um, do, you, do you think the 
maybe I'm on team recency bias on this one. That's going to lead yeah, him. Yeah, and he, uh, Boss Bro pointed out he's finally got a little rest period. That's what I'm thinking too. So I, you know, I think there's going to be some focus for him tonight, and I, I could definitely see him going off. So I like Laurie. He's actually in my lineup right now, my first build. But uh, other than that, from there, um, I don't know. There's just not a ton. Like what? So Gallo has been pretty good lately, but he's got that you know ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, the, then there's Marvin. I do like Marvin Williams. Yeah, Mar- Marvin's the other guy. I like uh, if Ariza and Decker are out too. That's a couple. I mean, Parker's going to play some pretty solid yep. minutes. Jabari, Jabari's there. Now, they might start Jabari. They might yeah. not. I don't know what they're going to do. They might just – and I don't know if I care so much because he's a usage monster on that second unit. I wonder what it will do to his usage in that with in that first unit. He might, he might kind of be like – if he ends up getting the start, he might be kind of like the chalk bust of the night. Um, um, and for a player that really um, – you know, we always worry about his inconsistency – been pretty consistent in recent games. The minutes have really solidified into these mid to high 20s. And I think if uh, Ariza and Decker are both out, I'm not too sure uh, what's going to happen on that. You know, he might have like 29, 30 minutes tonight. Yeah, he might. So uh, he's interesting. Uh, let's talk Marvin Williams, who I really don't like to talk up Marvin Williams too much, but it's hard to look past him basically the only time all year I used Marvin Williams was guess what the time he had 46 fantasy points against Washington about a week ago that was awesome I'm looking to go right back to it he was 15 bucks then uh had the dud well not really a dud I mean he's he's still pretty cheap he's gonna be out there for for 30 plus minutes tonight uh he already smoked Washington once he's a guy he can rebound he can shoot threes that's what you do against Washington uh, he looks like a pretty strong play yet again. Yeah, they're just – I mean, Washington is just like such such a good matchup for uh, for for power forward. So um, I'm always looking to take one. And especially if like he matches up with – if let's say that uh, Jabari ends up starting, oh, yeah. he's a smash play then. Then it's like definite Marvin Williams for me. And I think that Jabari will end up being more popular if that's the case. And mm-hmm. I think there's so much more bust potential with Jabari in the first unit than um than marvin so i would i would definitely be looking to take advantage of that if that's how things shake out tonight uh, a couple other plays if we scroll down here uh no vanla he's 13 bucks uh 33 27 31 minutes 33 the Knicks rotation it's starting to become a little bit less of a mess than it used to be um he's going up against san antonio um I don't know, I guess a pretty similar team that I would, uh, you know, consider to Indiana a little bit, Indiana better defensively. But uh, I don't know, I think his minutes are reasonably secure out there tonight. He's just 13 bucks. Uh, I I don't hate it tonight, Chris. Yeah, I've seen him popping in a few places. If Um, he was, if he was like 16 or 17, it would be no, right? I'd definitely play Marvin Williams, but the 13, the the 13 tag at at a certain price, I'll play anybody. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he gets a ton of minutes, there's monster upside. He'll probably square off with Aldridge. So there's always that foul trouble potential, but he's so cheap. He gets like, he's one of those guys that if he's engaged and playing well, um, you know, he should be able to get a bunch of minutes and has like that monster peripheral upside with uh box and he should be good for boards and whatnot. Um, you know, it's, it's, 
until Hazonia, yeah, uh, Capone. Capone, I mentioned this earlier, yeah. Hazonia's back, which is... it's That's definitely... I mean, you're, you're always playing with fire, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, the Kynrick Williams, when Anthony Davis plays, I don't play Kynrick Williams. Uh, are you... Is that your thought as well? Uh, I don't mind it. It's, I mean, he's so cheap. Um, I think he's going to get, he's going to get a bunch of minutes regardless. He's really cheap. So I don't mind the play there. I, if you need him, um, I actually don't mind Bielitsa tonight. Mm-hmm. Norm, I don't know I, if he's going to play. I think that's right around his minutes. I don't know if he's going to get many, many more minutes than that. So Bagley's back, obviously. So the, the thing is that he's not really playable anymore, but this is a back to back after a tough game last night for Bagley. So I think they'll, you'll see less minutes for Bagley tonight. And um, the Philly has a bunch of bigs. So, you know, he could be out. He's like the one guy, like the one King. I pretty, I have a tiny bit of interest in, I don't have much interest in in many of these guys, but like, I think what I think the guy I'd use out of all these, if, this is the only if Ariza and Decker are out. This would be Jeff Green at twelve. Yeah, months. Jeff Green would be in just from a minute standpoint, but yeah. like, man, that guy sucks he's so bad. But he's, <laughs> he'd probably play, uh, you know, low thirties minutes, maybe even a little bit more, uh, even against Charlotte. He, um, so I have two. There. Yeah, I have two plays that I like better. All right, what do uh, you got? I like Aminu mm-hmm. a lot at fourteen bucks. Um, he usually matches up with Anthony Davis. I think just because with uh, Harkless out, I just think his minutes are really safe regardless, yep. and he's 14 bucks. It's a matchup with the Pelicans. I think there's some good upside there. And then the value play, who I'm less high on, but I- I'm scared to play, but he is projecting well and uh, could definitely, you know, round out a roster for 10 bucks is Jake Lehman. Yeah, with uh, with Harkless out, he had yeah. he had that run. Uh, if I scroll back here, where it was just mid twenty fantasy points with even thirty upside every now and then, uh, and the minutes have gone back up a little bit in recent from the fifteen and seventeen to the twenty five range, which is um, certainly much more uh, in play than the you know teens minutes something like that. And then uh, a sneaky sneaky play that people aren't going to play that has a lot of upside for thirteen bucks is Josh Jackson. Um, it doesn't make much sense for them to start Dragon Bender tonight. Mm-hmm. You could see Josh Jack- Jackson get the start. Well, they, they start Bender to lose. Well, <laughs> they're going to lose anyway. So um, he can, he could end up, you know, closing this game for a long period of time. I think you're going to see a minutes increase regardless for Josh Jackson in this game. So I think he's really sneaky. All right. Uh, who do we want let me throw if I throw Blake in here, it kind of limits us a little bit, but there are enough value plays. I think I feel good putting Blake in here. We'll we'll leave him in there to start. How does that sound? And then if not, we can go. I mean, we named off like five or six cheaper guys that we could play. So uh, I'll, I'll throw Blake in there for now. Sound good? Yeah, I hit every single play that I'm considering. So right. um, although maybe Kaminsky. Uh, no, I think I'm done trying to get the Frank Kaminsky game. Yeah, um, just me. I mean, he, he, I could see it working. Yeah, it, it could. That's, it. that's that's my whole whole decision process, though. All right, center is just. Uh, I mean, it's loaded at the top, and there are some reasonable plays. So I guess center actually is pretty deep tonight. Uh, at the top, you've got Embiid against Sacramento. Uh, that looks like a pretty reasonable spot for good production. For a little bit cheaper, you've got Andre Drummond uh, at home against the Lakers, who have nobody even remotely capable of stopping him uh, in the post tonight. So we've got five bucks. 
and we got a seven fantasy point difference on the season here tonight. Both in amazing matchups. Uh, you're forced to choose which uh, which center at the top here do you want? I mean, I like Embiid. Um, I do worry about this game, Blood. I do worry about. I don't think. You know, his, they were talking about his conditioning. I mean, what's his minutes ceiling in this game? Like 34 last game against Cleveland. I think that's a pretty reason. He has had three days off too. So yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, you could see a big game. I don't mind getting up to him. I do just think Drummond is going to be absolute is absolutely going to crush tonight. Yes. Um, and for I would just take the five bucks cheaper. He had a bad game in his last game. Foul trouble. Played just pathetic. But this is a good bounce back at home. Um, uh more of a lower usage guard if uh, Reggie Jackson is out with Ish, who likes to facilitate. I think they'll work great in the pick and roll together. And, uh, I mean, talk about, like, a matchup. Javal McGee, uh, Mo Wagner, um, Jonathan Williams. Like, these are the guys he's going to – I mean, he should just absolutely crush. Um, And neither Detroit – I'm just looking here real quick. Neither Detroit or the Sixers play tomorrow. So I, I don't see any reason for any of those guys to be, uh, especially Embiid specifically, to play any less than his normal, like 34, 35 minutes tonight. So uh, that one's really close. I think if you if the five bucks gets you something that you want, I think it's worth it. If uh, you're looking at raw fantasy points, it's really hard for me to not take Embiid. Um, and I think Embiid even has a little bit more consistency to his game. But if the five bucks gets you something you like, I think you can go to Drummond there pretty easily. Uh, the other guys, uh, I don't think I'm too much on Randall. Um, even with Davis only playing, you know, some minutes, he just hasn't really hit his ceiling recently. He he has it more for a tournament perspective, but not someone I'm at a roster on a cash game. Uh, this $31 tier of Capella and Nurkic looks really ripe for uh, big games tonight. Those are probably two of my favorite plays on the entire slate. You can pretty easily play both of them if you don't play Blake Griffin. And uh, I know you usually subscribe to two centers. Tonight may be a little bit different because there's so many good value plays you want out there tonight. But uh, if you were forced to pick a Capella or a Nurkic, which one would you rather roster? Uh, I'd roll with Capella. Yep. Um, They're both fine plays. I lean Capella with uh, Paul out um, with a matchup with Aiton. Um, you hope that this game stays close, but with his in his time on the floor, he should crush. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about Nurk is his minutes are like I think in a close game we saw Capella just played 39 in the last game, right? Matched up against uh, Cousins and a couple other bigs. That Capella can out Capella can play 10 more minutes in a game than Nurkic, no problem. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna lean uh, Capella as well for that price tag. You mentioned Aiton, uh, Capella going up against him, but if you're looking for you know a low owned center play today, he fits in nice price wise. If you're you're trying to get uh, a couple more superstars onto your team tonight, uh, a down game last time out against Utah. I'm not holding that uh, holding that against him. He's flashing, you know, 30, 40 fantasy points. He's playing 34, 35 minutes. Uh, he's pretty interesting to me tonight. Reasonable price tag. Yeah, I mean, he always kind of is in that that mid range and has the you know ability to go off. He doesn't. He doesn't really have that block upside. Um, so I mean, I I'm probably gonna take a pass on Aiden tonight. There's just a couple. There's a couple guys I like for just a couple bucks cheaper. Right. Um, Portis. And, yeah, I really like Bobby Portis. Like he should match up with uh, Hernan Gomez. Um, and who, I mean, he should be able to just have his way and annihilate him. Um, 
and you know he's coming off of a bad game uh, I think it's a great bounce back spot he did you know this is a matchup against Charlotte centers against Charlotte always something that I'm looking at um bad 40 48 37 and 40 um and the three times that he's played Charlotte this year um Portis I, I really like him um and then I also like uh Montrezl yeah uh Harrell he's 24 uh definitely some volatility in his game because the minutes aren't always there but certainly even in the 25 minutes you can see he can post man this was against Nurkic a tough interior matchup um this is uh against Robin Lopez I think uh, he can certainly you know have himself a pretty big game uh, a couple other and guys I, the low end would be Zubak yeah well I want to talk a couple other guys before we get to him so we've got you have any interest in DeAndre Jordan I mean, I always kind of do have a little. He does have upside, right? Like, so if he gets the minutes, I mean, he got 35 minutes in the last game yeah. against the Pacers. I mean, there, there's definitely upside there. Yeah, Jordan is slightly interesting for tournaments. You mentioned uh, Zubac. Uh, I'm going to counter you with JaVale McGee. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, you, you look at the last game. He played 18 men. Seen him play that whole fourth quarter. He was on his way to like 24, 25 minutes. And we know in 24, 25 minutes, McGee could, that could be 40 fantasy points tonight and something like that. So uh, I don't mind him as a cheap sort of in tournaments tonight. You mentioned Zubak as well. What were the Lakers doing trading him for uh, Mike Muscala or whatever they ended up with? That was just, that was a mind. I didn't understand what the Lakers were doing. I mean, the Lakers just make dumb move after dumb move, but yeah. Are they the giants of the NBA? I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes out. <laughs> yeah, it depends who they get in free agency and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Zubak, uh, pretty good point per minutes uh, in recent games. I uh, can't really project him more than 24, 25 minutes, but yeah, he's another guy that can certainly get there too. And then uh, was there anyone on the cheap end? Um, probably not the slate for Jacob Podol, right? Uh, Cantor and the blowout. Could, uh, I mean, is it a blowout? New Orleans is playing pretty. No, possible. I mean, but it's it's possible, right? Yeah, he could. I mean, look, he's he already showed he can go off against anybody. I think that's fine as well. But those are more like you know, if you're making ten tournament teams on Yahoo, it's still it's tough to hand click that name in there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, because there's so much opportunity cost. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I want to talk to you on Hernan Gomez. Uh, didn't really do too much, but hey, he's he's probably going to draw the start. Played 24 to 26 minutes. It's against Washington. That's about the tastiest matchup you can get for a center right now. Yeah, but it's it's just tastier for Bobby Portis. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. But uh, lots to like. Uh, fun slate tonight to make. Uh, make some I think fun. like I, I think it's wide open this slate. Like you, you know when you, if you think you get all this value, but there's so many different ways to go that this slate is definitely wide open. I'm going to throw Capella in there. Um, he's someone I like at center. I think we both agreed on him. Yep. And there, we've got 15 bucks left, but there's more than enough value out there tonight uh, that you can fill out a roster pretty easily around that. So these are all um, kind of what we would expect to be um, more chalky plays. And then we gave you some swerves around all of that. Uh, I'll hit you with this for the last time for today. There's a $250 free roll. Uh, on Yahoo, if you want to get into this, let's see if we've done anything. There were like 54 people in this to start the show, and it's now up to 95. So I see at least like 45 or so of you have done it. Um, but there's a uh, $250 free roll on Yahoo. Just click through that. Um, 
go join it. You can win yourself some free cash. There probably won't be more than 500 people or so into it. So uh, reasonable chance to win some money. And then also, if you guys want to do us a favor, the suits here at Roto Grinders, they like the, they really want to see the like button on YouTube exceed 200 today. How much that if it does exceed 200, we're going to give you a hat. So what we need you to do, go over to YouTube, type in Roto Grinders, find us right now on the stream that's going on and click it now. You can click it during Dean's show, although I would prefer if you do it now so I get credit for it. Uh, go click like. Uh, and if we get to 200, we will give you a hat. And uh, also just, just join in the fray in YouTube chat, type something like, hey, Thanks for the chance to get swag or something like that. It helps the uh, the producers track you down uh, after the show to get you the hat should we hit the 200 likes. All right, let's talk a couple of tournament teams. We'll get out of here. I already mentioned, and I think you would probably agree with me, the first tournament team I made on Yahoo today uh, involved the game stack of the Charlotte-Washington game. There are a, a variety of ways to make your stacks on this. I could make all 10 lineups focusing around this game if I wanted to and have a, a variety of all the starters in here today. So uh, if we're making a game stack, what are your must-haves? You know, if we play Kemba and Beal, right, two guys you'd probably want to have, it really takes you off everything else that's really good tonight. So do you want to do this or do you want to mix it up with the Portises, the Parkers, and the Marvin Williams types? Um, either way. So, I, I mean – I can't see the join me for some reason, but um, anyway, uh, the guys I would prioritize. So like, I think I would definitely put Beal in a hundred percent. Right. I would agree. Um, I think you could also put Sadoransky in or Kemba. So like, or, or even both. Um, and Portis would be a guy that I would prioritize. And then I would do Marvin Williams. I need another Charlotte player. How about Batum? I'll throw him in there. Well, I, I said Marv. Um, yeah. Marvin Lamb, Marvin and Lamb. These lineups just look so different than what everybody else is going to be playing in tournaments, tonight, right? So I got I got Sato Beal and Portis with Marvin Batum and Lamb. Sato Beal, Marvin Batum and Lamb. Yeah, that's nice. Or we we don't even. Yeah, that's that's that leaves us twenty one bucks for two spots. And I mean, we don't even have like the value any. We don't even have like any of the value played as yours of the night or something like that. So. Um, but yeah, this was like one of the first tournament uh, lineups I made was a game stack of this. It wasn't this team, but you could literally make all 10 of your, your lineups on Yahoo focusing on this game. And just with a variety of players and prices, you're going to get a lot of different lineups. So maybe I'll go do that after the show. Uh, so if we weren't going to stack that one, let's try to get a little different, right? Because I think everybody's going to try to do that. What's the other game? I mean, Bulls Clippers could be nice. That's the uh, late night one too. Yeah, Blazers Pelicans could be nice. And Bla yeah, let's do a Blazers Pelicans because this one's pretty interesting. We'll have a couple of good talking points here. So, like, you got to play Elf and Lillard, right? You you got to do that, right? Um, yeah, Elf. Uh, yeah, Elf and Dame, and then you get like you get luck. You could get like the the like Jake Lehman or Aminu. I think I want to I want to play Nurkic because the other guys are just so cheap you can do that yeah throw Amino in there I who's the other Pelican can you I mean it could be Kenrick he's so cheap and that allows you to really do some fun could stuff be Frank it Jackson could be like a pivot from off of the other I don't think Anthony Davis at 37 
isn't in play. I think Davis is a little bit more in play on DraftKings. I think I still think the 37 is probably a little bit too high for him. On Yahoo. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, he needs to be about like 33, 32. And then I think he enters the, uh, the fray in his limited minutes right now. So I think I'd pass on Davis. Um, probably wouldn't play Randall. Maybe it is Williams. He's going to play about 30 minutes tonight. And he's so cheap. It allows us to, I mean, we could still plow in hard, well, we can make it work um, at ten at ten dollars. Uh, actually, yeah, we we could play uh, uh, Moutier, and then we could find something at small forward. We can make something like this work. Yeah, you so could that, do like Luke Kennard. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting way. I, I like that one. And then, um, what's the next game? You mentioned the the Bulls Clippers. This is another one I like. And this is this is the fun game to stack at least for me, right? Because you, you go to bed at ten o'clock. And you wake up in the morning and you find out if you own money or not. It's like a little surprise when you wake up in the morning. So if, if this is the game that goes off, uh, perfect. W- what would you want to include from this one? I know you're going to start with Sweet Lou, right? Um, Sweet Lou, yep. That would be my uh, the, the guy that I would prioritize for the Clippers. Um, on the other side, I would put um, Markinen, um, maybe Levine. Yeah, I like Levine, low owned too. I mean, if you're stacking, uh, and then I would, I would like Beverly. Yeah, Beverly's fine. I mean, if you're game stacking, you want the guys that are in there. If the and I would, I mean, Gallo, I would normally like. I just kind of with him banged up a little bit. I just kind of worry. I'd about rather him. play Harrell. Yeah. So we'll throw Harrell in there. So there's another start to a game stack too from the uh, the late game of the night. So uh, you stay up watching all these, right? I usually uh, I hit the hay at like ten o'clock or ten thirty, something like that. So. I mean, I, I would like to be a morning person and wake up early. I just can't. I, I've been a night owl all my life. Um, I, I got just, the the fiance wakes up at like 630 to go to work every day. So it's just I yeah, I, I get woken up every, every morning. Yeah, I can't get back. I can't get back. Go right back. So, um, yeah, help us out on YouTube. We'll give you a hat if we get to 200 likes today. So go click the like on YouTube. Um, I lied. I will give you the Yahoo free roll link. One more time. There it is, a $250 free roll on Yahoo. Uh, see a couple more of you entered it since the last time I posted it. So uh, we got that. And a, a good fun night. What's um? What's one play? You know, I'll steal Dean's line here because we got like another minute. What's Who's one guy who's going to be a, a player you're going to try to get on your lineups more than the field? I think from what I'm gathering from our conversation, I feel like Markin is certainly a guy that you like that I don't think a lot of the field's going to be. Yep, uh, that's my first thought right off the bat, especially when you like passed over him right yep. away and we had no interest. That was, To me, that was a sign of a great play. All right, yeah, as it should be, my friend. Uh, Markinen, uh, some guy I like a lot. I don't know if I'm going to have him on Yahoo based on how it is, but I'm going to try. Uh, is going to be Elf 2 back-to-back triple doubles. Uh, I'm not expecting another triple double, but uh, he has been a beast right now. Yeah, he, he he crushed for me the other night. That was huge the other night with him. Yeah, so uh, some guy I'm gonna try. I'm I'm gonna try to get him onto my Yahoo lineup tonight. Just the 25 bucks is definitely just a little bit too cheap. Uh, that's gonna uh, do it. And then and like if if you get word that Jabari is starting, yep. Lock in Marvin Williams. Yeah, I mean, I might be locking in Marvin Williams. I know, but like, and then especially if you get like, if he's if Jabari starts popping in everybody's projections and everything, that would be like my one hundred percent pivot. All right, we're out of here. Thanks for watching on Yahoo. Uh, Me and Chris will be over there tonight. If you want to come play around with us, Uh, we got the free roll. 
And uh, I would imagine I saw baseball not on Yahoo, but on FanDuel. And oh, it's coming. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, start playing on Yahoo, man. I moved all my action over there. I'm not. I don't just say it. I play over there. I've been much more profitable um, over there. Um, the, the less, the low rake really helps everything out there. They well, I'm, listen, in the, I'm in the games, Chris. It's easy money for you. No, nah, you're, you're, you know, you're done. <laughs> they, they listen to feedback. They're going to ramp up for baseball. They're going to be dropping like a lot of promotions, like like those. I'm sure they're going to have. Do you have sources? I do. All right. Um, and they're and not everybody I've met over at Yahoo, the company themselves, they're good people. Like, and I like that. And so, like, support them, man. Let's grow this company. Let's play. Let's uh, we'll, we'll build the action organically. We'll make this make this site grow. So that's that's my pitch. All right, we're out of here. You got to see Dean next, guys. So I apologize in advance for that. Uh, thanks to Chris for joining me. Uh, thanks to all you for watching. I'm Britt, and we out you. What's up, guys? My name is Brett Apley. Most of you know me as BB Bomb. We got another special MMA breakdown video for you today, covering my three favorite plays on mypricepicks.com. That's coming up for you right after this. All right, guys, happy Friday once again. Let's get started with some picks. If you haven't checked out Price Picks yet, be sure to give them a look. Use that promo code MMA50 for a 50% deposit bonus. We are, of course, talking player props today, and we've had a mixed bag of success thus far. We're, st we're still over the uh, 500 mark for sure. Got a little unlucky, I think, with that Ivanov decision last week, but I feel pretty solid about some of the picks on this slate. My first play is going to be on Darren Till, and I'm taking the under on 95 fantasy points. This line is just way too high. I actually hit it at 97.5 earlier today. Without hesitation, this is the biggest edge that we have on this slate. I would probably line his projection in the lower 70s, but 95 is an easy under for me. I mean, Till only lands 2.39 significant strikes per minute, and when he doesn't get a finish, even in a win, you're going to see a score in the lower 60s or 70s. Uh, that's still plenty of room to hit the under on 95. The, the only chance Till has to hit the over is with a finish, I think, and currently his inside distance line is plus 190. Jorge Masvidal has only been TKO'd once in 45 professional fights, so I feel pretty good about him surviving any threat that Till can bring. Of course, nothing is a lock in MMA, but I feel pretty good about the under on 95 fantasy points, and that's far and away my favorite line on this slate. My next pick is going to be Nad Naramani, and again, I'll take the under on 70.5 fantasy points. Of course, Naramani is going to need a win to hit that over, uh, and he's only minus 130 on the betting line, so this is a very competitive fight. And he'll be taking on Mike Grundy, who is a high-volume, very capable wrestler and should have some success in that area. Even if Naramani is able to win, I expect the wrestling of Grundy to just limit the offensive potential that Naramani can bring. Naramani is only plus 430 inside the distance, so I'm not too worried about a finish. And I think he has a reasonable shot to hit the under on 70.5 fantasy points in this matchup. Alright guys, before we get to my final pick of the week, please make sure to hit that subscribe graphic on the video and give us a like. We really appreciate it. Now let's jump into my final pick of the week. 
This week I'm rolling with Claudio Silva, and I'll take the over on 71.5 fantasy points. Again, Silva's going to need a win to hit the over, and he's currently minus 145 on the betting line, so that is a good start. Silva is a submission grappler who needs the fight on the mat, and so if he does get the win, it's 100% coming from takedowns and advances, which is the best possible way to score on DraftKings. And Silva also has a solid propensity to finish. His inside distance line is minus 110, and that tells me a submission is very much in play for him in this matchup. In his three UFC victories, Silva's lowest score has been 78 fantasy points, so I feel pretty good that as long as Silva can just earn the win, he will top that 71.5 number. Alright guys, that's it for this week's picks, mypricepicks.com. Be sure to check them out. Let me know what your most confident play is in the comment section below. Best of luck in your contest this week, and we'll talk soon. Peace. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 522 on the East Coast, 222 on the West Coast, 422 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called Grinders Live and is sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it's one uh, Bobby Five. Bobby on a hot streak of, of sorts. Uh, mm. was, uh, this week, I'll be honest, man. Look, it's been a good year. It's been a bad week for the Almanac. It's not been good for me at all. Uh, it's weird because I really liked the slates this week. And these haven't worked out for me. Tonight, I don't love it. So maybe we'll give the reverse juju. I don't really know. But uh, Bobby, how uh, how's the week? I guess the week has treated you pretty well. Well, the, I mean, to be honest, like, actually, this has been a terrible, like, it's been a great basketball year for me. It's been a terrible month. Um, I had one good night this month. I just haven't, like, I just, I don't know, I felt a little bit like I just kept missing on things. I've taken some big chances, and I feel like I stand behind most of the plays, but just haven't really got all the dots connected, except for, you know, a night where, you know, I won a single entry tournament, but nothing, like, big, you know what I mean? So, I'm looking forward. I've had a good, had, had a big win in January, or at least a few, and then February, I'm ready for tonight to be my March one because I think this is a great slate. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, it's not surprising that if I don't like it, you like it because that's just, we, we tend to disagree a lot, which is good. It's, it makes for a good conversation and probably hopefully uh, makes it more interesting to watch. Um, we have a, a lot of body parts that are up. I mean, the Lakers are on the slate right there. I don't like the slate. I just want to cross it off. Uh, and LeBron's not playing. And if, uh, you know, if, if somebody is telling you that they have the Lakers rotation figured out tonight, they can tell you who's getting minutes. They either are lying or it's it's a biff with the uh, Gray Sports Almanac because uh, what a disaster the, that organization is this year. Um, yeah, we'll get to that game soon enough. Obviously, we break it down game by game. Before we do that, we want to talk about YouTube, Bobby. Uh, YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Uh, we like to thank you for watching. Feel free to like and subscribe. And we're going to like give you incentive to like because if you get yourself some RG swag, if you get 200 likes in total, uh, we will give out uh, an RG hat. Uh, I don't wear hats, by the way, although I probably should because this hair needs to be cut. Uh, nonetheless, uh, oh, we hit 400. So somehow we get 400 likes in total. We will give out two hats. So there you go. Once we hit the 200 threshold, y'all got somebody there will be up for a hat. Uh, and also you guys can join us here at Rotor Grinders. Feel free to, there's a, there's a chat here as well. There's Discord for premium. There's Discord for non-premium. If you can get yourself a seven-day free trial, uh, you know, as far as uh, getting the premium membership, uh, baseball just around the corner. Bobby, you can vouch. I'm not bullying you. I'm not feeling, I'm not going to pressure you. Cheese is good. That's the best article in the business as far as baseball. As far as baseball, but I, I always want to give my boy Noto a shot, like just in general, like I feel like in the best, like overall, like in the whole industry for anything, I take Noto's grind down and uh, cheese is good as, or as good as anything in the business. Well, as far as premium, yeah, to my knowledge, I haven't seen, to be fair, I haven't seen anybody's, but the thing with Noto's is it's free. Like, uh, no, 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 I know that's incredible. That's the, I guess that would be the best deal. And cheese is probably like for cheese's article is the, is awesome. like, it's the one thing I, it's like a must for baseball. In my opinion, he writes a lot of words about baseball. I don't know how he does it. It's super, super impressive, but, uh, but two, two and a half weeks or so around the corner, definitely excited for that. Um, yeah. And no, no, it's, uh, the grind down, check out the grind down. That is free. You don't have to be a member. Just join a jump on RG and then you'll be encouraged for sure. Uh, with that, you want to hear some body parts as far as who's in and who's out? Yeah, did we just get one, or is, is that real? I saw it in chat. Is that is Anthony I don't Davis know. Probably. What, what, what is it? Anthony Davis being out. Let me double check. Um, I saw he was questionable. Um, yeah, I think that. I think that. Uh, let's just take a quick look. I'm sure they already know this, so we're probably annoying them. So <laughs> why don't you talk, why don't you go through your body parts while I just verify this? Yeah, please. I appreciate that. I didn't have that one in there, but I saw there was a potential chance he might sit. 
Uh, I have Trevor Ariza as, and probably some will be updated as well too. This is as of like 15, 20 minutes ago or so. So maybe I might have missed something. Uh, just double check and make sure I'm correct. But I have Ariza as questionable with his knee. Decker's questionable with his back. Uh, Cody Zeller's got a knee. He's doubtful. Nicholas Batum, uh, an egregious late uh, late scratch last game after lock, like after like like basically a minute before tip off. He has an eye, but he's going to play tonight. He, uh, Mar- Marvin Williams is a uh, probable. He wasn't feeling particularly well despite that. He's going to give it a go. D Wade, he's got an elbow. He's questionable. Rudy Gay is back from the fish. He is probable tonight. Mo Harkless is out with a knee. Zach Levine expected to play with his knee. He is probable, as is teammate Otto Porter. Also has a knee. Also is probable. Chris Paul is going to chill tonight. He's resting. It's a, it's the Suns. So Tyler Johnson's out with his knee. Jimmy Butler back from rest. He is probable. Danilo Gallinari uh, back from his rest. He is probable as well. Dennis Smith Jr. DSJ. He is out with his back. Um, LeBron James, he's not playing tonight. Low advantage, he's not going to give it a go. Uh, Lance Stevenson's got a toe. He's going to play despite that. Josh Hart's dealing with a knee. He's questionable. And Tyson Chandler is out with a neck. Is there anything else that, uh, that I missed? Anything that's been updated? But, uh, yeah, Anthony Davis for sure is going to shake some things up. Obviously, that's a bigger deal than people probably think it is, I think. Yeah, we'll dig into that one when we get there. I mean, of course, he was only playing 22 minutes or so, but it's – the, uh, you know, so that's going to be dispersed among several dudes, but it's the usage, right? That, that, that's the, uh, the conversation. The usage and the game staying close. Like, that's a thing. I know that actually they've played pretty well, and I believe I'm a big fan, and we'll get into this really quickly on this slate, but I'm a big fan of, like, teams in, that, in the NBA tend to rally in these situations where just to make games competitive even. Like, the Pelicans can do that, um, so I believe in that. But now, I don't know, I feel a little bit worse about it. Um, there's other teams that I feel like could rally in this situation and uh, – it's going to create a total monster, like wild card plays that you're going to see guys half a percent owned that are going to honestly probably going to be on some GPP winning lineups. Cause who was it against earlier in the year when they basically had nobody? Was it like Houston? They beat, they beat somebody or they came close to beating somebody. With New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Like they had, I think it was Houston. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But every, everybody's had this happen. Memphis did it last year when they were like down, I think it was like their top five guys. And then they had like eight guys playing and they won. Like it was just, sometimes it happens in the NBA. So you can rally in these situations, but in general, without Davis, I do feel like that just makes it a little bit worse for that game staying close. And I, I really like that game as like a mini stack. So, yeah, like the 13th man on like the worst team in basketball is still really, really good at basketball. It's all relative. He's, and these guys are all paid, right? Uh, all right, first game on the slate, it's Sacramento. It's Philly. It's 231 as far as the total Philadelphia is a nine point favorite. Sacramento, for all, you know, they were doing their best. Uh, all, the, the, their studs were getting their minutes, doing their best, you know, making a playoff push. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. They're five games uh, behind the Clippers. About, what, 14 games left, give or take, depending on what team we're talking about. Um, you know, it's a back-to-back. It's travel as well. Uh, there's a blowout possibility. They added, uh, you know, Bagley to the rotation last night. Bielitsa stayed in as a starter. Uh, and Bogdanovich went to the bench. And I would assume with the, the matchup, I think is probably going to start again. Um you know, there's the, the whole thing, like jump shooters on the, you know, second night back-to-back. But for me, like, the most appealing play here is probably Buddy Heald. But I don't love anybody in Sacramento. Is that a weird take? No, I'm exactly with you. And it's weird because this is the team that I've done really well with this year, targeting them and against them just because the pace and everything. Uh, Philly will play fast also. So I think this game, it's just the Sacramento's numbers on these back-to-backs. And this is a tough back-to-back. So there's so many good plays on this whole overall slate. I'm kind of content with just uh, – I do think there's a chance Bagley gets ruled out before the game. Um, just want to throw that out there. I First game see- back last time from injury, and it's a back-to-back. Yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't shock me. 
Yeah, so in that case, to me, then Bialica is a is a solid play, and and taking a weird shot on Harry Giles is probably in the cards if you're playing 100 lineups. But like other than that, I just don't think you need to really go to here on this slate. Then again, I don't mind if you want to just stack it up completely. Um, if you're going to do that, I would say that even though I hate jump shooters on back-to-backs, like you would say Heald, Fox, um, the obvious suspects, and Bogdanovich is a, I think would be a solid play, especially if Bagley was out, I think it would benefit him. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just, I, overall though, there are so many great plays in this slate. I think that we have to like, like I'm looking for excuses to cross some things off. I'll probably have like maybe out of my, out of a hundred lineups, maybe I'll have like a stack of this or something in a cheap tournament, but this is not really where I'm trying to target players from tonight. Yeah, we should have taken the overall like screenshot as well of the slate. Uh, DK, uh, Fantasy Draft, our sponsor, uh, not so much on FanDuel. It's a completely different builds today. It's FanDuel's builds terrible because like you're you're forcing the pick of two small forwards, which is gross. And I don't I don't like it's it's, it's not fun making lineups over there. Nonetheless, it's interesting. Uh, I actually kind of like. I think I do think. Just want to mention a real quick uh, overall strategy. I think for FanDuel is like just really be comfortable okay. on like today to overpay. Um, I think there's just certain positions you should just feel fine about overpaying for, like Bradley Beal at 10-8 or James Harden at 12-5. Like, I mean, obviously, everybody's going to take James Harden. But if you want to do something – like, everybody yeah. might seem like they're more expensive than they should be. That's They're fine. It's just the way you've got to build your lineups. And I would encourage you to try and take more punts and pay up for those guys today because there's a lot of wild card punts that could pay off. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are like 4K and under that uh, can get 35, 40 points. wouldn't surprise me. And as far as about overspending – uh, I don't necessarily want them. The matchup's bad. The minutes have been down. And, you know, what's their incentive? I guess you can argue like there's incentive there. But like Giannis and Tedekupo uh, on Fando, like I don't want – that, that feels like an overspend because I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. And the matchup's bad. But, of course, in theory, he can put up a 70 spot. Wouldn't surprise any of us. But uh, as far as Sacramento and Philly – oh, also like a general thought in the slate on DK and Fanstrap. Is it like there's a bunch of players that are, what, like 10% cheaper than they normally are? Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, it actually makes the value conversation like an interesting one because it's like it's at some points I'm asking, do I need this? But then the answer is no, but the, you're not getting value where you're getting like 7x. You're getting, you know, maybe 4x or you're getting maybe 10x. You know what I mean? And that's value you're going to need if it hits. So anyway, we'll get into it as we break down the games. Like we talked about the Pistons. There's some Detroit guys that are just too cheap. It's egregious. Uh, okay. Don't sleep on the other side of that one too. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I'm happy to hear your takes. I'm curious yeah. to hear the hot because then, well, I, I don't know what to do with that game. I, I have my hands thrown up. Uh, as far as Philadelphia, Philadelphia basically, uh, you know, they're fully stacked. This is like Golden State to some degree, a smaller degree, however you want to say it, with Simmons and Butler and Harris and Embiid. All four are playing. Redick is, of course, is lurking too. Um, but Embiid, too cheap, right? Here, right there. Why is Embiid less? Why is he less than five figures? Like that's egregious. Like, is there any way he doesn't put up fifty? And then, like, <laughs> honestly, there's obviously plenty of room on that. Even in like a blowout, like he's gonna put up fifty something. The only reason I've prioritized him a little bit less is because there are other guys I, I think are gonna do similar. It's I, all relative. Yeah, it's just I think like you, you know, you got Drummond at, at a cheaper price. You got Embiid at eighteen three, and then you got Drummond who will be coming up in a minute at sixteen. It wouldn't like. I honestly feel like they're, they're going to end up in the same range tonight. You know, it's a, you're probably talking within five fantasy points, uh, depending on game flow, of course, but it, that's just sort of, sort of how I see this situation. But I do love Embiid because I think that the upside is if somehow it just stays kind of close, like there, there is like a 75 upside for this guy. Um, even in, I like, he just has that in his game and I like him a lot, but 
you know, right now I've got, just to be honest, I've got about 25% of them. I just feel like there's a lot of plays in this slate um, to where I'm not making them a high pro- the highest priority. Although initially I had them like 60%. Yeah. And it also depends on your shopping fans, drafting a roster yourself, five centers, DK, you can only get two depending on, you know, uh, positional flexibility and be just the center there. Uh, and the reason why you probably had 25% is because you probably have more than 25% of Drummond. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and I have Drummond. But, I mean, like over here on Fantasy Draft, this is what's great. I can play those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I, if I want to punt down and take a shot with the guy in our next game and Hernan Gomez, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ways you can go on Fantasy Draft. I would encourage people. I don't know if it's a five-center night. I don't think it is, in my opinion, actually. I think it's a five. I think it's play all the guards you can. But um, I do like Embiid and, uh, you know, and Drummond just, and maybe, you know, Hernan Gomez as like a little core of centers and four centers. So as far as the rest of the dudes on Philly, like sure, Simmons can get there. I, I guess Butler, uh, I guess Harris, I guess Redick, but like none of these guys are necessary. If I had to pick one, it's probably Simmons, but I don't think I need any of these guys. Yeah, it's actually weird. Like if it was a different slate, I think I would be all over Simmons. Um, I love this kind of situation for him. Uh, I think he's got too much ownership for what I feel like his actual likely ceiling is in this game. What um, is the ownership currently projected at? I don't have that because I didn't think he was right around fifteen percent, which is doesn't sound like much, but on this slate that puts you basically like in a twenty-way tie for like you're all it's a, like there's a few guys at the top and then everybody's sort of bunched up. Um, this is a one of those bunch-up guys, and and the upside's there. It's a great kind of situation, a great kind of Simmons game. Um, it's also a great Embiid game, and you know Tobias Harris could have a big game. I just feel like we're probably like stacking or fading this, just from my perspective, except for Embiid. So you mentioned the next game. We're done with this game, right? I am. Yeah, I am too. It's weird. It's 231 and there's a lot of big names, but like, I don't love it, which is somewhat scary. But... Those Sacramento back-to-back numbers, they play a lot slower, man. Hey, we saw it earlier in the year when they did some goofy things and their season, you can argue, basically ended last night. And you want to make that argument um, as far as, you know, making a run at the playoffs, they're five games back. I would not be surprised if we saw some goofy rotations from Sacramento tonight. We see like 11 or 12 guys play. We've seen the starters play less than like 25 minutes. It wouldn't shock me. What uh, if what if we saw if that if you really think that's possible, if Bagley gets ruled out, then I would encourage you to play Harry Giles. Like the guy could put up 40 and 20. Like he it's like he's got enough game in him where if he's not playing with all these high usage guys who have got to be beaten up from last night and have been every on you know the second end of every back to back, he's a guy I would look at if Giles is out. If you also want to make the Giles argument, like part of that is like can NB get WCS in the foul trouble? Like that's absolutely a plausible route. Absolutely. Totally agree. Although Embiid hasn't been getting people into foul trouble for me much lately. Like he, it's weird. I don't know. The last few games he's played, I've, I've sort of taken that angle against guys who foul a lot and nothing happened. Charlotte's versus Washington. 233 is the total. Washington's a three-point favorite. High and tight. And this is the most, like, is this the most appealing game in the slate? It just might be. Uh, How could it not be? Yeah, because these are two teams that they're on the outside of the Eastern Conference. They neither one, they're both giving signals and signs that they, they want to make the playoffs. Um, so their, their rotations are going to be tight and we don't really know. There's, there's some guys that are up in the air. Ariza is questionable. Uh, Zeller not officially ruled out, but you know, as is the minutes are going to be tight, but if we see, I, I presume Zeller's not going to play. You mentioned uh, Willie Hernan Gomez, really strong, fancy point for the player, great matchup as well. And he can quote unquote, get there just in 22, 23 minutes. Now, of course, uh, on DK, uh, fan staff, we keep talking about how, um, everybody's sort of discounted to some degree and you can't take Hernan Gomez below three or below six. So his, his price is basically what it only is, but obviously the minutes should be elevated tonight. Mar- Marvin Williams probably grabs a ton of minutes, and then if Ariza sits, 
Uh, it really opened things up as far as Washington, like the guys like Green and Portis and Parker, who are always battling for minutes. They all basically can get 30 or so, depending on. Um, and then Beal looks like he's too expensive, but he's like not, right? Because he's going to play 40 minutes in a, a nice matchup here against Charlotte. He's one of my favorite big spends today. Yeah, I, I've been saying this. Like, without with, with what they're running in Washington, Bradley Beal, he's a 10K guy. Like, we just got to accept his, that's who he is now. Um, with the way they play him, I mean, and, and even, look, whether you agree with it or not, Dean, them trying to make the playoffs without John Wall as sort of like a whatever to their – like, they're not going to win the lottery. What, uh, anyway, we don't need to get into that whole thing on this slate, but I, I think that this is like a really obvious game stack. Like, the, the starters in the last – we just saw this game, you know, three games ago. The starters – so you have Bradley Beal and Kemba Walker who combined to shoot, I believe, 10 for 39, and the final score was 112 to 111. And they put up Bradley Beal, even in that, you know, he was four for 21. I'm sorry, they were 10 for 40. So they shot 25%. And that was the Marvin Williams game, right? Yeah, and they still combined. Uh, no, it was uh, Nicholas, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Jeremy Lamb, I think at 55 or something, um, who I was fortunate enough to have that night. Unfortunately, I also played him with Beal and Kemba on the just hopes of a total shootout. I mean, Bradley Beal's not going to go four for 21 again, three for 15 from three-point range. If he does, I'm happy to lose. He's my favorite play. He'll be my most he'll be my most owned player on the slate without a question. Kemba's one of the top guys as well, right just beneath Bradley Beal. They're not going to shoot this poorly again. And they even in that game, even with all that, they still combine for 82 fantasy points. That means basically if they shoot 35%, they're getting 105 in that spot. Now I know it changes things and who knows, but who knows? You maybe you get an overtime. That game almost went in overtime, also. Like this is high, it's tight, it's everything you want. It's fast-paced teams with really, really tight rotations, especially if we lose Ariza for any reason. Um, but uh, so this is anyway. what I have for you. Ariza, Decker is still questionable for what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, Zeller officially out. MKG is in. Whatever that's worth. He's not going to play a ton of minutes. Oh, wait, MKG is in? That actually, he was downgraded earlier today, I thought. Oh. I have him at probable. Okay, well, that actually does. I guess like, you play some five, which might, might muck <laughs> things up as far as Jordan Gomez. It, it just might make a little bit of enough of a difference to where it's a little bit annoying. I don't know. Just they still give bacon minutes here and there. So it just makes things a little bit, a little bit uglier, but you know, no big deal. It's still a great game to target. Um, but you're, you're target. I mean, on the Charlotte side, I think you're, you're going Kemba one, Batum, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Lamb two, Batum three. Um, Batum is safer than Lamb. Lamb has more upside. Lamb is a guy who can get you a bunch of steals and blocks. I believe he did in the last time, the last time these teams met. Washington gives up a ton of threes to wings. Like, this is a great spot for Jeremy Lamb. I think his upside might be higher than Batum's, but Batum has upside too. So I really like all three of those guys, but I'm, I'm giving a little bit of an edge to Walker, then Lamb, then Batum. I would prefer, if you're playing Walker, to play Batum in that lineup. And if you're playing Lamb, you could play Lamb with Batum. I, I don't like Walker and Lamb as much together just because they technically take away some usage from each other, even though it's still fine because the matchup is so good. There's a very real chance this game goes small, too, where Marvin Williams starts playing the five and Hernan Gomez is off the court. The five, the five against, you know, Jeff Green or Portis, right? Is that something you've considered? I'm not playing Jeff Green. Um, I'm playing, <clears throat> yeah, Bobby Portis, absolutely. The truth is the guy who if – if I really thought, like, who is the best matchup for the Washington side of the ball, it would be Jabari. Um, I don't know where I stand on that. I feel like the price and the minutes on this slate feel a little bit wrong. I'd rather take, I'd rather play Portis um, because you're basically talking about the same price. You have 11.7 versus 11.4 here on fantasy draft. 
I don't know, man. It's tough. Um, without a reason, that would change things a little bit. Although I don't like Jabari in the starting role. It would probably take away some of his usage and increase his ownership. I think the minutes would be so much more secure. So it's a, it's just one of those things we're going to have to wait and see. But, I mean, it's hard not to be interested in all the other guys on the Washington side. I, it's, you know, the main one, it's Beal, Portis, then Sadoransky, then Parker for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and if Ariza sits out, who it's a guy who plays pretty much every single game, but we don't know. He's currently questionable. Uh, I mean, Troy Brown might get some run. I don't know how necessary Troy Brown is. Um, if, if, if anything else, maybe these guys, uh, you know, Green gets elevated a few minutes, Portis gets a few extra minutes, and, you know, we talk about uh, uh, Green getting a few extra minutes. But, yeah, this game just as a whole, if you're making like three or four or five, whatever, tournament lineups, you have to make one of them. You stack it, don't you? Yeah, I think the first thing that a lot of people would probably do is try and find a way to stack this game. And, you know, there's other plays we didn't mention, like, like Hernan Gomez, and you mentioned Marvin Williams, who I like a lot as well. Um, like these matchups are suited for these teams to just explode on each other. Like I would bet the over on this game. I like this one to really shoot out. Like I thought that last one could have gotten even, even gotten even crazier. And, uh, I told you, I mentioned the terrible shooting. I, I don't think that happens again. And those were open looks. I was watching that game cause I had a lot of stacks of it. Um, I think this is, this is where you want to like, at least have like your core tournament builds or at least have some pieces of it. Cause it's really hard for me to see how some of these guys don't crush here. I know that there's a lot of players on Charlotte and that's hurt people during the season. They have a very condensed rotation. Like Nicholas Batum might play 38 to 42 minutes, probably will play 38 to 42 minutes. Jeremy yeah. Lamb could play 35 minutes tonight, which is higher for him. Um, and then Kemba could play 40 plus minutes and Bradley Beal might play 48. Like just, you want, this is the game you want. Yeah. I mean, this time of year, as we're closing down, you know, uh, you know, finishing the regular season where minutes become wonkier and wonkier. It's not even so much about matchup for me. It's just about who could I predict to have the most minutes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and then we're going to talk about some games in a second where it's just like, I don't know how many minutes this guy is going to play, but if he plays this and he plays that, sure. But we feel really, really confident in the minutes as far as the Charlotte side. I think we feel really, really confident. You know, as far as Washington, if Ariza plays, uh, the Portis minutes can go one way, the Parker minutes can go another way. Same thing with Green. But, um, you know, all of them should receive at least 25 or so with a ceiling of like 32, 33, 34, depending on. Um, yeah, and Beal's going to play 40. Like, that's just going to happen, or 30, 39, if he gets, like, a foul trouble or whatever. We've seen it before where he plays the entire second half sometimes. Uh, that, that just happens. And, again, this is – I hate to put, a, like, a must-win stamp on it, but if you're Washington, if you're trying to make the playoffs, you kind of sort of have to win this game. Um, and it's interesting that the players in this game, like, it's the obvious game stack, but none of the players in this game are, like, particularly projected to be particularly crazy-owned, and it's not like anything's changed, so – you know, I mean, I guess if Ariza gets ruled out, it probably will up some ownership on Parker. But like, yeah, you like really like that's kind of crazy to me that you have a bunch of guys in the teens and then some a bunch of single digit guys in what I think is like seems like the best game on the slate. And I just, it, you know, I, I just love how this usage is going to go down the stretch with Kemba trying to take every shot and Beal on the other end, just playing every minute. Like that's what these teams are doing and that's how they want to play. And it's wonderful for fantasy. So we should be loading up on it. How do you feel about Kaminsky? Uh, MKG playing, I think, doesn't help him, obviously. I think he gets hurt by that. And I also think that, like, he was uh, – I was very speculative when everyone was playing him. Um, I liked him in certain spots before everyone caught on to it. But I felt like the ceiling, like, the the, the realistic ceiling for the kind of games that he has are uh, – like, we're I think we're overrating him a little bit. Like, yes, he probably has a, a ceiling. But, like, he hasn't hit a number this season that we'd be that I would be happy with tonight at his price. Not once. Well, he um, went like, you know, 25, 30 games without, without playing, without playing a minute. It doesn't matter. The whole season, not one game, not one time. 
No, so I, so I'm saying he, he was out of the rotation. So yeah, like he, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Yes, but and now he's back in, and I think he that's real. But like, if he was like three point two, okay, let's have a conversation. But like, he's four point five. I think I would rather take a shot on the three point two guy in Hernan Gomez, who I know can crush at this price, especially against this front line. Um, I don't feel great about it, but I think that it's. I, look, who knows how this game goes, but I think that he's you have to ask. He's the one I don't feel confident on as far as the minutes. Of course, you need the least amount of minutes for Hernan Gomez to get there because he's the cheapest and he's one of the best as far as fantasy points per minute. But he also has the best chance of getting kicked off the court uh, for being too big. I, I guess he can be replaced by Biombo in theory, but they can run Kaminsky at the five. They can run they can run MKG at the five. They could run Marvin Williams at the five. They so could. I, I just don't trust the minutes there, but he could get there in theory like in 20. And the only here, well, the problem with him getting there is that there's a chance that he gets 35, and then you're gonna kind of I'm not gonna say need him because there's actually other values on this slate where that could surpass that. But when you start getting the players who could 10x their price, because it wouldn't be shocking to see a double double against no. this Washington front line in this kind of speed game. Like I I wouldn't be shocked. But again, it's sort of how how do you want to play the ownership? His ownership's continuing to rise. I don't love that. Um, but if you you know if he's gonna play 26 minutes in this matchup, how do you think he's not gonna get to and he really could play oh, 26. You tell me he's playing 26 minutes. He's a lock button. Uh, sure. Okay. That, so that's sort of my point. So yeah. it because it's fluid, like you have to have some exposure. Like right now, I think I've got him right ahead of the field, just barely ahead of the field. And I probably want to be even a little bit higher on than that on what we have the field at. But my guess is in the higher buy in tournaments that we're way short on what he'll be in the, unless uh, some other value opens up, which he probably will. I should qualify. He's a lock button like on DK or fans draft on FanDuel where you can only get one center and center has a high opportunity cost. Not a lock button, but a very, very strong play. Um, question here in the chat. We have Devin, our fine producer, uh, multitasking there. He, uh, he's pulling questions from YouTube. Again, if you guys are joining us late, hi, YouTube. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to like and subscribe. And if you do like, if you get enough likes, if we hit the 200th threshold, we're giving away some RG swag, uh, a Rotor Grinders hat. I should have grabbed one from the office to show you all what it would be, but uh, I'm not a good host, apparently. My bad. Next time. Uh, and if we somehow hit 400, we'll give away two hats. So there you go. Uh, like, subscribe, jump on over here to RG. Uh, question in chat. We kind of covered it, but surely in case they showed up late. Do we like Kaminsky? And my answer is just sort of like, eh, not, I don't think so. Yeah, initially I was like, okay. And I, th I think it is like a ceiling type of matchup for anybody in this game. But I just think that there's better plays on this slate. And again, it's hard to take a guy who's going to have some ownership who literally has not gotten there once this entire season, a number that I'd be happy with today. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Lakers, Detroit, 215 and a half is the total Detroit. Uh, just a 12-point favorite, which kind of seems low to me, although they've been getting walloped too, but still. It's, gr it's uh, been growing, though. <laughs> has, has it gone up throughout the day? I, don't, I, I, think, I, think, I think it did. Yeah. I saw it was like eight or nine last night, and I'm like, that's yeah. It was weird because like, people were questioning whether LeBron was going to play. They already announced he wasn't going to play. I don't understand what anybody was Last night they did? They had, or they had announced it before this. They said no more back-to-backs for him. They said it like three days ago. Okay, but they, didn't they say something like unless LeBron wants to or it's got a qualifier? Which was the reason why you played LeBron last night, which why why I played LeBron last night and took a I shot. Played some, yeah. I thought I thought you know at five percent, I thought that still I still stand by if that game you know just a little closer you know if somehow it goes into overtime or something you end up making a fortune. Anyway, I, mean, I, I don't want to talk, but the Toronto rotations last night is in the fourth quarter. Crazy. What's going on? I know you won the game and the coaches didn't care about our fantasy teams, Nick Nurse, right? But. Dude, man, Lynn got like 20 minutes. Gasol, I, I don't know what was going on there, but nonetheless, uh, it's just a daily fantasy sports, Bobby. All we care about is tonight. We don't care about tomorrow or yesterday, in theory. Um, all right, so Lake Show, uh, there's no LeBron. It's so weird. There's no LeBron. 
And like, there's still nobody we can trust because in, they have, they still have like 11, 12 dudes that can get some run here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to get a ton of minutes. They're on a back-to-back. They're traveling as well too. Like, I just don't think Rondo plays 35 minutes. McGee can play 25. He can play 12. I don't know. Uh, an interesting dart is, is Wagner, but like he, the, I, I'm trying to make Wagner happen, but it's, it's turning up fetch for me because he's not getting any run. But in theory, if he plays 25 minutes, he's a good fantasy minute player, and he can mop up as well. Like, what are you doing with the Lakers? This is your team. You, you would like me because I, I still don't think I'm playing much. Yeah, it's it's so people keep asking, like writing in chat, uh, what's the value that I'm talking about? A lot of the value I'm talking about is speculative value. A lot of it is not necessarily guys who are going to get there like like Hernan Gomez, but they are guys who are going to absolutely crush sometimes. You know what I mean? There, there's a thirty, there's a realistic thirty-five fantasy point game in him if he plays twenty-six minutes or twenty-four minutes, probably. Um, anyway, that's sort of how I feel about these Lakers, like. It's a really tough situation. I'm having a very hard time with it. What I think the way to go is, is you take some shots on Wagner still. And I, I mean, I would, I like this. I like this a first game because I feel like Rondo's going to play, but it wouldn't just shock me if they just said, forget it. Like wh- the why? Yeah. Like, what are we doing exactly? So, cause when Rondo's out there, he'll, he'll try. Like, I mean, it's hard because every game they've been playing has been on TV lately and even then, they've been sort of limiting his minutes. Like, they'll play him 14 in a row and then sit him out for 12 minutes in a row. It's, like, it's just annoying. Um, I think what you do, we have to hear about Hart officially. But I think, he, look. And he's playing hurt. He said he's not helping. He's playing Yeah. Good. Why are you playing him? Like, sit him out. And there's some real wild cards in this game. So I'm just going to run through the guys who I have. And I've got, like, double D. So I could lose badly, but I'm betting on at least one of these guys. And actually – there's one guy I'm way ahead of the like I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of KCP tonight. Um, he is okay. a guy who can create his own shot, who can get trigger happy. He's taken 23 shots the last two games. That's with LeBron in there. He's going back to his old team in Detroit. I'm not saying you have to buy into narratives, but at this price, you don't really need to worry about it because, re- I mean, two games ago he just put up 37. So you're basically getting a guy who's 10xing DK pricing wise, um, at no ownership, and I just don't understand why. Like, he's a great speculative place, as is Reggie Bullock, who's not nearly as good of a speculative play because I don't like he – he's not as trigger-happy as KCP. doesn't create as much. Um, but I, I – Also I mean, a revenge game, not just a revenge game, but exactly. it's, first, it's his first blood revenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then um, and then you got Wayne Ellington on the other side with the reverse revenge. Um, anyway, but that's he the whole – He was a Laker. Yeah, he was a Laker. It wasn't very long. Don't remember. Um, yeah, it was, it's pretty meaningless. Um but I, I think that, like, when you have these situations and you're going to have a, a pretty reasonably high-owned Blake, a pretty reasonably high-owned Drummond, I think it's the great – it's such an elite matchup for them. And I don't understand, you know, why their total isn't higher. I actually think like this could be a 16-point spread and they could be project or a 19-point spread. They could be projected for 120. This Lakers defense is terrible. Um, <laughs> and it'll be a little bit better without LeBron but because you'll actually have, like, five guys trying instead of just four. But it's still going to be just completely massacred by these guys. So in that situation, what I'm looking to is to stack and pray. And the guys who I'm looking at are these value guys taking shots with like KCP, Wagner, and uh, and then Kuzma as the the more regular play with Blake and Drummond and potentially Ish Smith if Reggie Jackson's ruled out on the other side. And then you play, you know, the two Charlotte guys or you play, you know, uh, uh, Beal and Lillard. Um, That's an interesting build today. Like 
and no one's going to have it. If the game stays close, like you have huge potential at no ownership. But the main thing I would encourage people to do is to try and rotate some of these low, low price Lakers uh, into their lineups because I think they all have chances at crushing their value. I wouldn't touch anyone below Caruso. Like I think it's Caruso, Wagner, and KCP off the bench. What's weird is they might be my three favorite plays and they're all off the bench. Um, Kuzma being the other one, if you're going to stack the game, you're like basically kind of a must because you're assuming he's going to have to make some shots because he'll take 25 of them. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think it's a really interesting way to go on this, this so slate. My, my concern is it's going to be kind of like a Brooklyn Nets deal where it's like 10 to 12 guys Could play be. and they all play about 25 to 27 minutes and some a couple play 20, a couple play 28, but like nobody's worth anything basically. Um, like Caruso is going to get some run. There's a lot of bodies there. Um, and maybe if, and also if you get 25 minutes out of Wagner, that's, that's fine. That's good. You can play him at 25 minutes because of what the price point is. Um, and like Caruso is going to play probably 20 minutes or so. I mean, they have Andre Ingram who they dust off or whatever. It's a cute story, but I, I, I like Caruso, by the way, I, I almost played him last night, but I ended up on, I was trying to debate between those two guys, but like, I like, I, I actually think that Caruso is going to play minutes. Like I really do. And the but on one this slate, I, where a lot of guys are already discounted. Like it, I know it's hard. It's it's it doesn't make sense logically. It just makes sense from a game theory perspective because you're getting one tenth the ownership for guys. It's like Norman Powell last night. Norman Powell made no sense last night mm. from from a logical standpoint. He no, I'm serious. He saved a couple of my lineups because at 3,200 for a guy who's two percent owned, putting up 40 fantasy points, that when everyone else is playing the exact same guys at 3,800, it just is a different way of pivoting. So. I don't mind taking shots in tournaments. Like that's how you win tournaments. Um, taking shots on, you know, these guys like KCP, like who actually had, had a couple nights, but you know, or a few nights back when he was, when he had a big one. Um, it's there. It, it, look, it depends on whether Hart plays too. Like that, that would boost things up a little bit. The only other thing I would say, if Hart doesn't play, like I wouldn't be shocked if Andre Ingram got a bunch of runs. I don't know if this is. I still think he's going to get his biggest game at home where the fans actually care. That's that's probably the realistic thing. And that's sort of where I'm at, too. But it completely wouldn't surprise me if he got going that, like, let's say he got going, came in eight minutes in and got going and played the rest of the first half. They might actually start in the second half. Like, that's really in the cards. He's also, like, not good. That's also, that's kind of a problem, right? He was, he's a pretty good fantasy. I mean, he was a pretty good fantasy player last year. Like, he had one game. No, he had three games. He had three, three really big games. Okay, had, I remember the one where he had he was like four for six from three or something like that. He had one game where he had like I think he only took like two shots, but he had he, I think he had twelve assists and like five steals. <laughs> um, anyway, just just a guy who like I'm just just put it out there. I'm probably not going to play a bunch of them, but I will throw him into some of the very millionaire shot tournaments or whatever you know the the, the million people tournaments. Um, but anyway, that's I, I think KCP Wagner and Caruso are the interesting low spend downs and then taking shots with Rondo and Kuzma and parts of stacks are kind of interesting because I like Blake and Drummond on the other side. And I, if, if Reggie Jackson's ruled out, I like Ish oh. Smith and I really like Kennard as an off the board play. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> somehow we're already behind on time. There's been no nonsense, no filler in the show at all. It's strictly basketball, but we are still behind. I'm going to move fast through the other ones. So that's okay. Yeah. I think I, I think these are important games to talk about, but there is kind of a couple of throwaway games where you just kind of say a couple of things here and then we move on. Um, but yeah, well, let's talk about Drummond, who's again too cheap. Blake Griffin's in bad form, but he's seven seven on DK, like seven seven against the Lakers, which just that just seems egregious as far as uh, his price uh, on fantasy draft. It's cheap there as well. We're looking at what fourteen six. Uh, talk about the big man. Who do you prefer as far as when you factor dollar for dollar, Drummond or Griffin? 
um, Reggie. Oh, Reggie Jackson's starting. That's actually uh, That's not the way I thought was going to go. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was not going to play for sure. Uh, okay. Um, so, you can't yeah. play Reggie Jackson and Ish together, but you can play one of them, I think. I think so, too. I, I think he's hurt. Um, <laughs> so do I. Shoot. Uh, okay, so I would I would encourage. I still think you take a shot. You guys take a shot at him at this price. The problem is, you know, Moutier, same price basically. Um, anyway, I, of the big men, just to go to there, like I think that Drummond is more likely going to get there. I think Blake is the better tournament play. He'll be lower owned, and I, you know, I like the forward eligibility too. There are some centers that I like. Um, centers and guards is where it's at for me today. Um, I like. I think you can play them both together because I think if you. But if you do that, I think you have to play a Laker on the other side. I don't think it makes sense to just like even if they do what you're saying with the Nets do. Like somebody, there's going to be two guys who probably eight to ten x on their side. It's just figuring them out. And I'm more than happy speculating and rotating and picking some shots. Um, but if you're just building one lineup, it's harder to do. Obviously, I, I think that you play. You know, I looked into this. Drummond's uh, Griffin's rebounds have gone like astronomically low it's usually against teams that play a traditional big the lakers aren't necessarily going to do that and javel mcgee doesn't really count anyway um obviously wagner is not a traditional big he'll be on the on the perimeter so in those types of games i think griffin's rebounding equity goes up a little bit and just the speed and pace of the matchup i think they initially they use him to initiate a lot of the offense so i like both of them and i think you can play them together in stacks uh if i get to give the edge to one i guess it'd be drummond who i felt more comfortable with but blake for tournaments yeah, beat writer Rod Beard was talking about how he saw uh, R. Jackson in the locker room last game, how he was limping around pretty severely. So, um, whatever. Uh, or at least I know he said he was limping around. I don't remember the severity of it. But uh, I'm surprised he's playing, <clears throat> especially in a game against the Lakers, where it doesn't seem terribly necessary to grab the W because the Lakers just, you know, the win will take care of itself. Does that cross Canard uh, off the list for you? I thought he was interesting, too, if Jackson doesn't play. But now I'm less intrigued. I'm a little less, although it shouldn't have a – like, I still think he's an actually, like, a fine tournament play. I just pro- – probably there's enough other low cheap guys on this slate that I probably won't do it. All right. Uh, Devin's pulled some questions from YouTube. He's firing into the, the Roto-Grinders chat. Again, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. If you do like, if we get 200 likes today, we're giving away some RG swag. Going to get you all – one of you guys a, a hat, a Roto-Grinders hat. Uh, Kemba versus DeRozan. We haven't talked about DeRozan yet, but uh, your thoughts as far as Kemba versus DeRozan tonight? Uh, Kemba, uh, Kemba. Dotson and Cash, I cannot imagine playing Dotson and Cash. I don't even see how you would do that. Like, I get it even. Like, if you look at the, like, some of the game logs, it kind of makes some sense. But it just, that situation is so weird. Like, we talked about the Lakers being a weird situation. That's a really weird one. And that guy's 5K. I mean, you could play him. Just play, just play Eric Gordon instead. Just make it easier. Yeah, him. there you go. Like, if, you're, if that's where you're at. Or play Austin Rivers. We'll talk about him soon enough. That's a whole different price thing, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a, diff- it's a different build. Um, so what are your final thoughts as far as the Pistons? Like Drummond and, and, and Griffin are obviously really, really well positioned. Arjax, I'm a little bit scary. Like, I, I don't, I mean, if he gets 32 minutes or 31 minutes, of course he's a great play here. But I, I don't, I feel like he's not 100%, but he is playing. So what do I know? I'm not a trainer. I'm not on the staff. I think, I think it's Arjax only in mini stacks. Like, I wouldn't be playing him if I wasn't running like a mini stack of this game just because I prefer ish. Assume, like assuming what everyone else is assuming that this game blows out um that's an ish game that's not an rjx who's injured game so i would only play him in parts of stacks picking up the pace here 225 and a half is a total for phoenix versus houston houston's a six uh, uh a 12 point favorite uh there's no tyler johnson i guess you could play some melton melton's probably gonna draw the start i guess he's in the conversation of guys but like you know he, it's it's thin but he probably plays 28 or so minutes give or take i'm bearing the lead there's no chris paul which means 
you play James Harden, and it's also like we have so many punts that it's just so easy to get to James Harden. How do you not play James Harden? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'll be definitely less than half the field on Harden. I definitely okay. will have some stacks. Where I play him, I'm probably going to play Booker. I just think it's really ridiculous on a slate with this many good plays when a guy gets to be that high owned at that kind of price level. Like it's different than having a high owned guy like, like Moutier who could, again, could 10 X this 4,200 price tag with Harden. Like it's even if you think he's going to, like, it's just too high ownership for me to play that game. Don't get me wrong. I'll have him some, but where I do, I'm going to play a low owned Devin Booker on the other side and hope the game stays close. I know Harden can play in the blowout run and he'll go nuts in the blowout run, but like, you know, Harden and Moutier versus, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud, but Beal and like Kuzma with upside at no, like at lower ownership by more than a fifth overall. Like I just would take that shot every time. And that's just sort of the route I'm going. I'm, I'm trying so you to acknowledge he's a great play. You're just playing the ownership game essentially. Yeah. And I acknowledge, of course he's a great play, but yeah. it's just, he's not like, I mean, I think he's a great play, but it's not, it's not by such, it's not, the numbers don't justify how great a play he is. Like he's not going to crush all the guys who are, you know, a few K cheaper than him by that, that often. Like there's plenty of nights time nights like this where he doesn't end up the highest scorer, especially in a game like this game could blow out really ugly. And then if it doesn't, I'm kind of curious on who's scoring for Phoenix. Cause to me, then I, I want to play Devin Booker or I, you know, I wouldn't mind if you want to take a shot on uh, Aiton. Um, but that's pretty much the way that I'm playing my Harden shares tonight is trying to look for something that is on the other side. Um, the issue I have with Melton is we've seen this story so many times. Like, I don't know, you know, it's, but there was, there was two nights where he was mega chalk at this and he crushed. And then like 15 other nights where he was just terrible. Um, I, I just don't think it's worth it on this slate. I think I'd rather take my shots on other guys but certainly wouldn't fault you if you wanted to take a shot on him. I don't think he's going to have any ownership tonight. So I don't think so either, which is interesting because, you know, yeah. starting point guard basically is still a minimum, but it's the nature of the slate. And we'll talk about some other guys that are super cheap, like Moutier and uh, other guys on Houston. Uh, I think Austin Rivers is pretty interesting. A guy that's going to play 30, 35 minutes or so against Phoenix for bench game. Remember he was on Phoenix earlier this year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they did him a favor and cut him. Well, I think well, he never played. I think they traded yeah. for him and they let him go. Nonetheless, uh, you mentioned Gordon's perfectly fine with, uh, you know, with, with no Chris Paul. Uh, I don't hate green as like a punt on Fandle, you know, as like a, a potential drop play because small forward so terrible today. Uh, the, re- the rest of the Rockets, where are you at? And, and as far as Booker, if I'm playing Booker, like you essentially have to play hard with them, if not hard in another Rocket. Yeah, to me, this is not the kind of slates you play like, like Gerald Green. Like, I understand he can always get hot and get going, but like, he has to score like 27 real life points to get himself like 35 fantasy points. Well, I'm saying Fandle specific, Fandle specifics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't play him anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That I, that I can get behind for sure. Um, Cause he could score 27 real life points, but yeah, but I'm probably uh, dropping. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm okay with that, but I, I don't like, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really going to get in. I, I think it's a Harden Gordon Capella from that side of the situation. I don't mind if you wanted, like, I even have one stack um, with a Booker and then Gordon, Rivers, and Capella. Um, look, I know it's not, like, necessarily optimal, but it's it's kind of an interesting way to go about this, you know, play this game without Harden. And, and I like Capella's spot a lot, too, and I like Gordon's spot a lot. And we actually had a game earlier this year with Chris Paul and, and James Harden. I think where they – didn't they break the record for most points scored by a backcourt? I don't know. It was some, some it's weird. possible. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny it was most combined like assists, uh, points uh, generated from two players from the backcourt ever in a game or something, something like that. 
anyway, um, so, if, you know, this is definitely a situation that could happen again. I just, I don't trust this one staying close. I'm looking for reasons to get away from chalk. So I'm trying to play less of this game than probably other people are. Four games left, 15 minutes to knock it out. Of course, whatever we don't talk about, they'll talk about on crunch time today. I presume JSU is going to be there with Means and Roth uh, answering all your questions up the locker. As many questions as possible up the locker, breaking down the slate. Any sort of news that breaks, they will break it down and tell you where to pivot. You guys have to be an RG Premium member, of course, to watch that. Portland, the Orleans, 234.5 is the total. The Orleans is an eight-point dog here. Big number. Uh, no Davis, which means all of a sudden Elf becomes more interesting as far as usage. Randall as well. Uh, I suppose you can get yourself like an Okafor, but that doesn't seem necessary, but I guess he enters the conversation. Uh, what are you doing as far as this game? And again, we got to go faster. I'm sure we, we talk really fast, Bobby. You got to fire as many words as possible now. Look, this is a tough slate, man. It's, sometimes things happen. So here, we'll get in, We'll get through this real quick. <laughs> um, so I, uh, on the New Orleans side, like, I think that they're, I do think that these guys are in play. And like, you, I know we're saying that about a lot of guys. That's true. I'll rank them if you want. Like, I am playing more of Elf than I am of anyone else. I absolutely think you should be taking shots with Okafor and Diallo, especially. Um, this, there was a time we were paying, you know, three times this, almost or two and a half times this price for, for Okafor earlier in the season in these exact same spots. Like, you can, you're going to tell me that there's no way that he can stay on the court? I don't know about that. Like, I'm going to absolutely take a shot. There's massive upside at that price. That's what you want. And he's not going to have crazy ownership. So I like those guys. Um, I'm not playing any of Jackson. I don't blame you for Kenrich, although I'm probably staying away. On the other side, I really like Lillard a ton. Um, he has a chance to get revenge. He doesn't have to face Drew Holiday's defense, who just smothered him in the playoffs last year. And this team just embarrassed them. So I like he's going to go in there just gunning. Um, I also don't mind the idea if you want to, you know, play either McCollum or Nurkic. I'm just not doing it. For me, it's Lillard um, with a tiny bit of, of layman. And that's pretty much it on the uh, Portland side. I don't hate like a pinch of Aminu. And you mentioned Nurkic. The matchup there doesn't prove, though, against Okafor, right? Um, yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you don't have any interest in Nurkic? Like if I was playing a, like a hunter of lineups, I would definitely have some Nurkic. But I'm probably not so going to there because I'm not making I enough do, I do like Nurkic. Um, I would encourage you to play someone on the other side. Same, same sort of a little bit how I feel about Lillard, too, because I'm a little bit, you know, this game could get a little ugly. Um, and also Cantor can also smash for tons of, you know, off the bench so that's the only issue i'm having a little bit of trouble with uh but i i guess i nurkic makes sense i just didn't look in other ways yeah uh nurkic and randall i don't mind pairing those two together or maybe nurkic randall and elf how about that play those three together i don't hate that as a little stack uh anything else this game that's worth mentioning or shall we move on uh let's move on miami is at home versus milwaukee 219 and a half is a total uh miami is a five-point dog uh milwaukee you know kind of sort of cruising into the playoffs <laughs> They know they're the best team in the East. Uh, they, they feel like they feel they're the best team in the East, and they're doing just enough to get by and keep their one seed. And, you know, there's Jonathan Tenacupo on the slate, and there's it's easy to get him. It's not that hard to pay for him if you want him. Uh, I'm just sort of – now, last time there was foul trouble for what it's worth as far as the minutes being wonky, but for the most part, the minutes are now down like 32, 33. They're being uh, measured to some degree. Um, and everybody else, too. And they, they have a deep roster. Uh, it's a bad match versus Miami. Miami on the other side, they're all healthy. D-Wade's questionable, but whatever. I'm not going to all of a sudden play like Derek Jones Jr. if Wade's just not, not in the slate. It's not happening. Long story short, I'm not really interested in anything here outside of like Giannis on FanDuel because I have the money to do it. In the position yeah, just, just simply the easiest way to play this is just Giannis as, at a loan. Just you can always play him. The, that game against the Jazz where he went nuts and no one played him, 
because we thought he was going to have his lim limited minutes. There, he can just do that anytime. He had his worst game of the season earlier at Miami, and is their only other matchup there. Um, it was second of a back-to-back, -back, and my friends were all at the game. I was supposed to go with him, but ended up having to work. Um, anyway, uh, I think Giannis is is a good, just a strictly one-off tournament play. Like, just if you're playing a bunch of lineups, put him in one of the ten, just because he's going to have little ownership. I He just always has upside. But other than that, we're moving on from this one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a spam question in the chat, but it's actually a good question. And I thought about my head and I just thought, I don't know, we, we were running a little short in time, but I think we just caught up to some degree. Uh, this is a good one. Okafor versus Hernan Gomez. It's a really good question. That's why I'm having a hard time with this, especially when you factor in that I think that because the no the news was later and people won't exactly know how to react, like because you'll get some Diallo, you'll get some Rand, like not that they can't play them together, but they probably won't think to do that exactly unless they're stacking. So I think that Okafor actually probably is the better tournament play, just factoring in ownership right now. Um, what's weird is that Hernan Gomez is the, I, I mean, he's the better play, I guess, Okafor than I'm saying, because I think he's up to clean their route the minutes. I'll say that. They're, yeah, they're both. They're both. Uh, you know, like he actually is is probably safer, and he's going to be lower owned with more upside. That seems like a better play. Uh, New York versus San Antonio, two fifteen and a half. It's a total. The Spurs are thirteen point favorites against the Knicks, who will be out be without DSJ. Uh, Emmanuel Mudiay is going to be fairly chalky, I presume here. Uh, the assumption here is he will grab thirty minutes all of a sudden with DSJ being gone. Of course, Milikina is no longer playing as well. At least not playing tonight. Uh, what are you doing with the Knicks, if anything? Moody. That's it's, it. it I, I mean, look, I don't blame anybody who wants to take a shot on Kadeem Allen or Alonzo Trier, and they might find their way into a lineup or two or Dotson. Um, I just don't see that you really want to, like, get crazy with this Knicks team. Like, if we think the Lakers have a vol volatile situation, like, this <laughs> is an extremely volatile one with, that, with the exception of Dotson. But even that, we've, we've seen all these guys play tons of minutes, like Vonley Knox, and then have them totally cut out of the blue. So, it, it, nothing is that safe in this spot. They can play 12 guys. I just think we just avoid it except for Moutier. And even that one, I would encourage you to probably not. Is like, that good chalk, bad chalk? Is that something you want to be with the field on, like about 30%? Where, where, it, where's, what's your it's certainly not safe chalk, but it is chalk that can, you know, make it a must-have. Um, yeah. And it's probably – working, like you said. Like, in theory, though, Moutier should get 30 minutes, but it wouldn't shock you if Allen plays 25 and Moutier plays 23. Yeah, if he's playing terrible, like it wouldn't shock me if they just didn't play him in the second half. Like I don't know what the next <laughs> so it, that's a reason to get off of like a forty percent Moutier. But um, like I'm not going to fade him. I'm not going to be like I'm probably going to be under the field on him. But I definitely will have plenty of exposure. Yeah, love Robinson. You know his his ability to get to grab stocks is incredible as far as the stocks and blocks, the, the steals and block perspective. Uh, I just I I just it's I I don't play enough lineups. I can't I can't do it. I don't, no I don't know if he's going to play 30 I, minutes. I, I, literally, I didn't think about it once today. Didn't even pop up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what about the Spurs? Spurs, it's Derek White or nothing. Um, that's pretty much how I see this one. I don't really see any reason. Uh, I love Derek White. Um, uh, DeRozan, Aldridge, I get that people are going to play them. You got guys who are going to probably have double-digit ownership that I just don't see any reason to play exactly. Um, sure, they could always put up a nice game. It's a good matchup. They should control this game. If we're worried about the Lakers getting blown out. Why don't we embrace that volatility where we have all those cheap guys that we can play in case they don't get blown out? And why would we get involved in this? I don't know. Just to me, this is a game like I just don't see any reason to attach to anybody except for taking a shot on white. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you. Like if we can get like 37 minutes or 35 minutes out of the Rosen against the Knicks, I think he's interesting. But I just don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, some news, by the way, Ariza is in along with Sam Decker. So Washington's fully stocked for what it's worth. 
um, you know, it, it makes it a little bit trickier, a little bit. Trickier. I'm playing. I'm playing some Ariza. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you, he's going to be the guy. You know, he he's no probably going to play that. 40 minutes. He's going to be the guy lost because. Wait, you say he's probably going to play 20 minutes? No, say it again. No, he'll play 40 minutes. Oh, I didn't. Say, did I say 20? I didn't mean to. Oh, I, I thought did. you said 20. I thought you said he'll probably play 20 minutes. My bad. Oh no, I, I would assume if he's playing, he's playing. You know, full staff. He's going to play at you know, it's 37, 38, 39, or whatever it may be, potentially yeah. 40. Yeah, uh, that's a big move one. On. Oh, we have a couple of questions here in the chat that, uh, again, Devin's pulling these from YouTube. Once again, if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Uh, we are giving away some RG swag, uh, a hat. We have a hat we're giving away. If we get 200 likes today, if we get 400 likes, we get two hats. Well, not one hat for two different people. There you go. Uh, question in the chat. Fade Harden in cash for Beal. Uh, I think if you're playing cash today, you got to play Harden. Like, I love Beal, too. If you're playing cash games, I think you got to play Harden. That's my thing. I get it. I actually think they're both great plays, and you probably can get them both in the cash games. Yes. Uh, that's, again, I'm not going to argue with that either. And it depends probably what site you're on, too. On Fanduel, a little bit trickier. Uh, DK, for sure. Fantasy Draft, for sure. Play both of those guys. Uh, and really, really strong cash game plays. Any other questions here? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, they're asking about LMA and DeRozan uh, over there on YouTube. And we just both think they're fine, but not necessary. Is that sort of where we're at? It is better. I think there's better plays in this slate, especially when you factor in some haven't been having some ownership. All right, the the hammer, and this is the true hammer because this game starts two hours after the seventh game. The eighth game starts. Uh, Chicago at the Clippers. Uh, the Bulls. I don't know how much of a hammer it is, but the Bulls are uh, eight point dogs here versus the Clippers. We're presuming that Gallinari is going to be back. They said rest, but Gallinari also said there's like a slight injury to him, but apparently he's going to give it a go. He's probable tonight. Uh, and somebody asked uh, earlier today about the, uh, I saw it was scrolling in the chat as far as the question Devin pulled from YouTube about uh, Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams. It's so weird that like the most appealing plays on the, on the Clippers are their dudes off the bench, but that's just the way it goes as far mm -hmm. as the way his team operates. Um, they've officially basically locked, I, mean, I won't say locked, they're essentially locked into the eighth spot. Uh, in the West, they can move to six or seven. They can shuffle around, but they're going to make the playoffs, essentially. Uh, your take as far as the uh, the Clippers? Uh, I think that it's it's Lou Will and it's Montrez, but again, probably not going to – like this game on a lot of slates, I think I'd be more interested in like going after, but there's just a, there's the other spots that I mentioned that I was going to take shots on that I'm a little bit more married to than this. So it's it's mostly those two for me on the Clippers side. I would have liked um, Shea a little bit better if we didn't have Danilo. Um, I think that people are just kind of overlooking him. Like on small slates, on like four game slates, he's like 2% owned. And he just basically like six to eight, six to seven X's like almost every night, basically. He hasn't really hit that ceiling one, but it's still there for him. And it's a good matchup. It's just a, one of those wild card plays that like, you know, if this was him last night, let's say versus Jeremy Lin, every, obviously the logic is to play Jeremy Lin, but when one guy's going to be 90% owned or a combination of these other guys like Moutier are going to be that high owned, maybe taking a little pivot on a guy who could get you 30. It's not the worst idea. Probably not the right slate, but just wanted to mention him. Yeah, I'm going to pull a couple questions from RG chat, not from YouTube, but from the regular Sarah Roadrunners as well. Uh, a twofer. I got Kemba and Drummond versus Harden and Lamb in a tournament. Who do you like? Kemba and Drummond versus Harden and Lamb. Oh, my God. Uh, Kemba and Drummond. Uh, Derek White over Elf, straight points. Who, who scores more points? White or Elf Payton? I like Elf's ceiling a little bit better, but I like both of them. I think Elf. Uh, what would you project Okafor's minutes for? I think 25 seems reasonable. Is that a fair projection? That's off my head, but. 
think that there's potential that could go either way, lower or higher. I wouldn't be shocked either way, but they do need a lot of size, and I can see a lot of foul trouble being an issue even for the bench guys against those bigs. Um, uh, I think I would. I think I'd give him. I think I would say somewhere between twenty and twenty-five. It's fair to assume he starts, right? Like, unless you think Randall starts at the five, like, who else is going to start for them? Uh, you could start Randall at the five. You could start Diallo if you wanted to. I mean, but I don't know. Yeah. I would imagine he would. I think Okafor is going to start. Well, and I, I think, yeah, 24, 25 minutes. And, yeah, and I, it's, I just think it's minutes we talked about it comparing against Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez could start and play, like, 16 minutes. He also could play 25 and smash. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a tough call. It's hard to say definitively. Uh, as far as the Bulls, what's your thought as far as uh, for Chicago? You on anybody here? I don't mind playing them both together, by the way, on fantasy draft. It's kind of an interesting little way to go. Um, people will decide between the two. On the Bulls, I think that I'm completely fine with taking shots on Levine and Markinen, especially. I don't know if Porter's how healthy he is um, or what's going to happen there, but I'm just not going to touch that situation. I think it would give a little boost to the other guys, but I don't think it's that crazy because Porter can play within the flow of an offense like and do a lot of the other things. Um, maybe it would benefit Dunn a little bit, actually. But I think Levine and Markkinen, uh separately, probably not together. Don't think I want to stack it fully, but like uh, maybe run it back one of those guys with, uh, you know, Harold and Williams on the other side. I don't mind that. I'm just not going to be doing a lot of it myself today. Uh, Levine versus DeRozan. I prefer DeRozan if you're going to force me to take one of those two. I'll take Levine. And we have Big T in the chat trolling me because he's taking his victory lap. Uh, he had Paul George. I had Kawhi yesterday, dollar for dollar. It was close, by the way. He's, it he's, was pretty close. He's saying it like it was his blowout. But he, he, he will uh, – we, we, we wager dinner on it. And for sure, Big T will be thirsty that evening, which uh, it's going to – he wants the top shelf. No, he doesn't want the house wine or the house, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, he's going to get the – you know, he's going he's gonna to milk it for all it's worth. And whenever next time he's in Nashville – uh, I'm, I'll happily pay for your dinner because I lost and I'll, I'll take the big L. Put the big L behind me, D-Train. I know they're saying like behind me, it's like a comedy backdrop or something, uh, the brick wall. We do have to step aside and get out of here, Bobby. That's the show. We made it. We did it. We knocked it out. We appeased the chat. We knocked out some questions. Again, one last time, if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. And if we hit 200 likes, we are giving away some RG swag. We're giving away a hat to one random liker. Bobby, who's breaking the slate tonight? I mean, it, it's not the funnest thing, but Bradley Beal is the guy who I'm playing the most. So I guess I kind of have to say Bradley Beal, but it's not really breaking the slate. I, I, like, the, I like that whole game. I like the Beal-Kemba combination and uh, every other which way. I love Jeremy Lamb, who I don't understand why we're not going to have this, any ownership. And I'm just going to say, rotate some of these Lakers into your GBP lineups. They're worth taking a shot. You know, there is enough upside at these unknown prices to speculate on a really unknown rotation, especially if we hear that Hart or anybody else is out some, sometime before lock. Gotta go. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. He's Bobby M. Dean. Thanks for watching Enjoy Basketball tonight. We're out of here. Holla!